10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everyone just playing on their phones. I'm not, sir. Yeah. Hey, hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, uh, the live show that we do every weekend. Weekend night live show. Weekend night live show. <laughs> I'm gonna keep coming up with more cursed ways of calling it. That's our trademark. Weekend night live. Weekend night live show. Um. Hi, my name is Dry Gilletta, Joined today by E. Thanks for doing that as I was clearly going for a burp. You're welcome. <laughs> and Robbie. I am not covering a burp. No, you are not. Um, Man, man, oh man, do I have some stuff to talk about this week. Stuff that you didn't talk about last week. Yeah, actually. we talked about any games for far too long. We, for like an hour. Not then. like any games we played. <laughs> no, just the, the genre of them in general. <laughs> it's a good time. Um, I'm just going to start off with the thing, I guess. That you th- said was going to annoy me? Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, you watched the anime. I watched up to episode 13 of the anime. That's basically the anime. There's like another 13. Yeah, oh. after that. Yeah, I there's 26 episodes in total. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then you dropped it. I've not gone back to it. Okay. I don't see why people have such reverence for it. It's an anime that most people use as the first anime to get someone into anime. So okay. it's a lot of people's first anime. It's um for for me here, it's a show where nothing happens. Uh I would say it's a show where a lot of things happen, but nothing affects others. Yeah, like there it's at, at episode thirteen, it's starting to say that there might be something else going on in the story. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the show, there might be a point to this. Um a point. <laughs> I mean the first thirteen episodes of world building. No. Yeah, I would say so. It introduces all the characters that are gonna become relevant later. Uh, uh I have to watch a show set up its world. Uh, not I... even that. It's like literally every ep- like every character has an episode and then it's just every episode is hey, there's a bounty. We didn't get it. Oh man. Yeah. And it's lame. <laughs> It's so lame. I that disagree. It's lame. I think it's kind of hilarious. I like the other thing is like, I don't like any of the characters really. Oh, um, I, I really, 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 really dislike the redhead, like tech oh, nerd, Ed? I guess. I don't know what's name. That's my favorite character. I fucking hate Ed. <laughs> Ed is so fucking annoying. I love her because she's absurd. The worst. I hate that character. Um, I don't, you don't like the Corgi. The Corgi's not a character. It's a dog. It is. It is. It's one of the vital characters. It's a. I can already see it's going to be a Deus Ex Machina dog. No, it's a dog. What's the point of it then? It's a dog. It's a dog. What's the point of a dog? <laughs> yes, because there's a whole episode about getting this stupid fucking dog. Yeah, it's just a dog. It's so dumb. I mean, it's almost like people like just like having animals. It's dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna say if you hate Ed, you should not watch the live action version they're making. So because it's Ed, <laughs> but without the like fact that it's a cartoon covering up a lot of the like extremely weird quirkiness here's the thing i started watching live action one as well i think it's better (laughs) 
you'll get crucified straight up like i think it's better because because there's real people and they're not drawn no it's not that it's like literally because it assembles its plot better like it assembles that hey this is a television show and not quirky 20 minutes of fun time (laughs) and like i don't want to watch quirky 20 minutes of fun time i want to watch a television show that's telling me a story and the live action one is doing that like stuff that it's literally barely started setting up halfway through the show of cowboy view up in the cartoon or the anime whatever it's starting to present those things in episode one already like it's it's setting up the fact that it's going to have a story and something more is happening here and the anime is just not doing that <laughs> like at all it's just and like we've been over how much i i dislike things that just are there to yeah be you want a constant plot and... yeah stuff whereas i'm definitely more interested in characters and vibes which yeah which that show is Cowboy just a Bebop vibe is characters and vibe like i i probably would hate the live action version because from my what i hear it's actually paced just it's a different pace entirely it's a very different pace so i wouldn't even say it's like slower or anything like that i would say it packs more into every episode but the episodes are your least favorite thing they're very long <laughs> they're 40 minutes to an hour long i mean um but honestly i think that's better because like the first episode i'm just gonna say is better than the pilot episode of cowboy bebop um because it's 50 minutes long and it's like okay hey let's introduce this character and this character and the things that they wanted me to care about in like the interactions in the 20 minute pilot of like hey he like getting to know this girl and like hey maybe like she's like really nice and like gets nowhere and like maybe he actually wants to help her it's like a five minute conversation in the anime. It's like he actually talks to her for a while and there's like reasons for him to be talking to this person. And like he's actually you get to feeling that he's actually getting to know somebody before he like just is a dick because he's Spike. He's Spike's just a fucking asshole. Yeah, that's um, his character. He's like he's Han Solo, essentially, like that kind of character. Like way worse. I don't know. Um, From what I have seen, I don't like the writing of the live action. I've seen a lot of. Of course, out of context, but like I've seen scenes and just the writing felt really weird to me in comparison where I really like the writing in the anime. It feels like the anime to me. So I think the <laughs> writing is actually pretty bad. Like it, it, I'm like, I don't have any reverence for this. Like I said, so like yeah. the writing in the anime, I think is bad. They just say stuff that's like 13 year old deep. <laughs> and like the show will say the same line in the same way with the same music. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, if I were 13 year old, this would be fucking cool. So. Like the live action show says the same line, same an- same music and stuff. You're saying, yeah, that's a lot of people's main issues with that show is like it tries to be the anime too much in a lot of aspects. It's 100 percent the anime, but longer. And I would argue better in some ways because I don't know, like the action scenes, I think, are just better because I'm not impressed by anime action scenes for the See, most part. That would be interesting because I've seen some of the action scenes and I would say the anime does it better because it draws your eyes to what's important a lot quicker in a lot of better ways in my opinion that might be a thing where we just have different opinions because i don't like anime action at all (laughs) i actually think it's very boring um because there's no stakes to it at all and like it's very cool that they drew that but it takes the same amount of skill to draw that as drawing a guy standing still and talking like drawing is drawing drawing (laughs) drawing is drawing and like it's a very different skill set when you're filming something to film an action scene or to film people talking or like walking around i would say no at all like cinematography is still a thing you have to think about in anime and storyboarding is a very important thing like you have to storyboard a dialogue scene much differently than an action scene sure and storyboarding is also very important for films in itself but like 
I don't know. It's I don't. There's literally no stakes in an anime to me, especially in this anime, because I don't really care about the yeah. characters, and it's just I one would story for twenty minutes. The fact that you got halfway, the latter half is usually what people talk about and remember with Cowboy Bebop. Not to say you need to go back and watch the latter half if you didn't <laughs> like the first half. I don't think it would win you over. And it's especially like the last three-ish episodes that people talk about usually with Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> oh, so there's like 60 good minutes of the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you, not everyone needs a constant plot to keep them going. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I think the best thing about this show is the intro. <laughs> it is, and that's the thing I saw with the live-action movie because, like, it's definitely people trying to do the intro in live-action, and I didn't like it because they just are not doing... I don't know. They could have done like... something different. I feel like stuff like that, like the issues with imitating an animation exactly is you can't get everything down in an animation in live action. Like it's much harder to get down timing and stuff without like literally speeding up footage. So that's a lot of my stuff. And yeah, but I also think like that kind of thing of like getting the action down in anime. I think a lot of that is to like your brain works faster than what they can draw anyway. So them drawing a frame here and then a frame here, your mind makes up the space. Yes, that's literally the advent, the advantageous part of animation. And I don't your like brain that. Would go, I mean, that's how your brain works. You don't like I, your brain then? I don't like my brain, actually. <laughs> but like, I just don't like the look of like how anime does that. That's why I don't like most action anime. I just find that boring. I, just, I don't know. I, I like seeing the follow through. <laughs> I know. Like that's what I like seeing the follow through and I like seeing like actual damage or anything happen in like anime i just don't feel like there's any like weight to anything uh i mean there's different anime and stuff i don't know like because again the issue with something like that is like if i just went up to you and i was like i don't feel like there's any weight in movies yeah like it's such a broad term okay let's kinda... say this any anime i've watched with action scenes, yeah that's fine there's not been any big action o, scene. dragon ball big o and seen action scenes in naruto i've naruto. seen what naruto there's so much naruto I just like the original not, stuff i could probably. not tell you what it was okay well i could not he just saw a blonde kid with ninja attire <laughs> i've seen a lot of bleach a lot of full metal alchemist um oh really you don't think the full metal fight scenes are very good i don't like full metal at all actually which i i shouldn't ask this because the answer is you don't know like which full metal do you know which the first one, one. like the original the original series yeah okay that's probably the issue <laughs> I was the, actually going to say, like, they did re remake it, and everyone's kind of you know, closer to the. No, like they improved almost every aspect of it, even some so, of the animations and stuff. Honestly, I was going to say it's the same thing with me. Like with Full Metal Alchemist, I don't remember there being a lot of action in there. Whenever I did watch it, because it's just something that, like, oh, it's on. I'll watch it for a little while, and it's like a lot of di It was very dialogue heavy whenever I watched it. Uh, I was going to ask, is Brotherhood just like almost like I kind of figured it was a sequel series? It's, it's a remake. No, it's a remake. Because the weird thing about Full Metal Alchemist is they were still animating it while the manga was being made. Yeah. And so they kind of had to play weird about, like, they would catch up to it and have to figure out what to do. Whereas Brotherhood had the advantage of the whole thing's out, so they can do that as well as touch up some stuff that people had issues with with Full Metal Alchemist, the original series. Some people do think the original is better in some ways and stuff, so it's like one of those, but like... Yeah, it's just something that, like, I ended up watching almost all of it, actually, mm. just because our mutual friend, who I won't name, um, watched a lot of it. And so I was just I, I watched a lot of it just because of that. I ended up watching the movie in theaters, too, because I was just dragged along to that. And like, <laughs> that's odd. <laughs> I so just, he dragged you to the movies? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, 
it's completely fine, but it's anime. Like it's it's anime. Uh, it's mostly filler. That's what anime is in my mind. Uh, I would not say. I mean, I don't know how much you would like the pacing. Brotherhood felt more like a continuous story to me, so maybe you would like Brotherhood a bit more. Maybe because like there's constantly like, okay, we need to get to this thing. Like this is our goal, and like that's always through Brotherhood. I would say. Yeah, I might like it more then, but, but like again, I still don't know how much. But like. It's another. It's one of those things. Like you definitely have more eye for movies and live action stuff, and I have more of an eye for animation. Yeah. So like, I'll see a lot of those things, and like, I really appreciate how they do, it. and I like the fact that animation can let your mind fill in the gaps because that's one of the most important things. Is like your mind fills in the gaps no matter what. Like if my arm's moving around, your mind still fills in the gaps. Like you don't see yeah. every single yeah time my arm moves. So like, I feel like it's weird, especially with movies are made in uh, the same frame rate. So like your mind's still filling in the gaps of movies and television series. Television might be a different frame rate. I'm not sure. Depends on the television. Yeah. But, Actually. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those things. And like, I'm not surprised you didn't like Cowboy Bebop. Cause like I always thought about showing it, but I didn't know how much you would really take to it. And it would depend how much you like the characters. But even then, like you say, you don't you won't watch a show just for characters. No. And I like the live action Spike a lot more, actually. I, I know, think I he's like he seems, way more human. I don't know. He and seems just, more toned down, I guess I would say, from what I've seen of him. I'll I'll give it a fair shot. I'll try to watch like three episodes of it at some point. But like I I'll be completely honest. I have a clear bias yeah. going into it. So. I mean, I did, too. Yeah. I don't like anime. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. I had a hankering that the Cowboy Bebop would be the thing that you were going to talk about, honestly. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, um, like, you'll be the only human being in existence that says the live action's better than the anime, then. Congrats. That just can't I'm be true. true. There's probably, I mean, I think the bigger audience for this remake, honestly, is just Americans who never saw Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Which like, is weird because of how much it, like, clearly is just doing cowboy bebop scenes so like that wouldn't be that would be lost on random people and they might just see it and be like this is a weird scene the thing is of what it ends up being is from what i've seen up into episode 13 of the anime and then the first two episodes of the live action which is about the same length of time of watching honestly because mm-hmm. <laughs> the anime is so fucking short uh it's like 17 minutes we take out the intro and the outro but um it it takes the deeper plot points that are starting to be introduced in 13 and starts adding them in as like B. So you get like the same amount of time almost for what the pilot was while other things are happening with Spike. Maybe. I don't, and I like that personally. I think even if I didn't know it, I probably wouldn't like that because I feel like sometimes I don't have breathing room when stuff when shows do that for me. So like, I don't know. I mean, I have seen almost all negative, even from people who never watched the original Cowboy Bebop. They were like, this is just kind of weird. I think and, the like, thing there's a... that it does maybe well or not well is that, like I said, it feels more human. Spike feels more human. He feels more like something instead of just giant asshole. He feels like maybe he has goals and wants and needs and is a character and not just a caricature, which I, I feel mean, like the anime is a caricature. Spike being an asshole is kind of a thing because he needs that for his character arc in the anime i would say i mean he's still an asshole but he's a human asshole instead of like this huge (laughs) giant banner asshole Mm. which i would argue he is a giant banner of an asshole in the anime maybe again i (laughs) 
when I think of Spike, I'm thinking of Spike basically at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. So it's I can't really say because like that's always an issue when if I like that was an issue when I showed you Gravity Falls, you were not into it initially because like you felt a very similar thing. And then Gravity Falls did eventually get you as you watched more because it started being more of a that's goal. the thing. I don't have any reverence for the first season. Yeah, because it, there's just not a story there. There's nothing to attach to. But like once yeah. the story actually started and it started like having consequences and there started being something that the characters had to work for, they had to overcome and they had to learn a lesson. And I was just like, oh, man, grandpa, uncle, you again. <laughs> Credits like I don't that's not for me. But yeah, uh, I I, don't... I will probably continue watching the live action and I may end up finishing the anime, even though it does not have my attention at all. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm basically done. I, the most powerful moment in the anime is the ending, and if you don't care for the for, for any the characters, you may not care about the yeah, ending. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe you'll cheer at the ending in the way yeah, that most this people guy. won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Did they have you gotten to the point in the live action where they introduce Ed? No. Okay. I wonder if that's gonna kill you, like when they do. They introduced the girl though already. Faye. Faye. Yeah, they introduced yeah. her in the first episode. That's I mean she's pretty early on fair. in the anime too, isn't she? Uh she's it's been a it's been a she's a the anime like Jirai is correct and it's a little slower. Like I don't think anyone gets introduced until like besides Spike and Faye gets in- introduced in episode three of the anime. Yeah. Like the first and... two is just Spike and um Or no, it's Corgi, Faye, then Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Like back to back to back. Yeah. And then like Faye comes in and out throughout the whole thing. That's yeah, like that's her character. Yeah. Like and like she's introduced in episode one and then she's not in episode two at all. I imagine she'll be in three or whatever Maybe. when they get the corgi. Um but like it's not like they're super straying away from what the story is. And maybe there's like so one one thing that I saw that was like very different with episode one is how you get the reveal of the lady having the vials in her stomach and mm-hmm. she's like thinking her pregnancy. People are like really mad at that, how it's revealed in the show and how it's revealed in the anime is very different. Um, I don't know why people are mad on that. Actually, I mean, I would to look. I'll be real. I don't remember that episode. It's, it was it's the first the very episode. first pilot episode. Yeah, yeah, like I don't like. It's just not off the top of my head. I don't remember. Yeah, like, how I went down. A drug dealer has a bunch of red drug vials, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I got this one." Like, well, where's the others? I can get it to you today. And then, like the girl that Spike's been talking to the whole time, and he's like clearly knows that she's involved because mm-hmm. he ends up revealing it um he like treats her really really well and like is very kind to her because she's pregnant and then at the end it's revealed she's not pregnant because mm-hmm. like her ship gets shot up and all the vials got in space and it's the shot of her like floating dead in space it's just revealed that she's faking it in a shootout in this one i don't know i guess it's i like... probably would be a little annoyed too because like again i don't like the vibe of the live action is probably a lot more subdued so I don't know yes. if they would go for a giant floating in space thing. They do that again. They yeah. do it, but that's not the reveal. It's okay, I would of... probably be mad at that case. Like, what's the point of doing it again then? <laughs> it's it's more treated as like tragic, like Spike, even though she's doing the wrong thing, is still trying to help her and like help her get better, like get out of this game um, at that point. Whereas in the anime, it's like, I needed to save you and your baby. But at, in the live action, he's like, I need to get you out of this game because it's fucked. And I know it's fucked. So I, I can help you get out and get you a new life. And I like that more. I honestly, know. I mean, that's a different thing. Some of this is probably just like, I don't like reboots in anything. Cause like I have, 
<laughs> I have unreal expectations where I don't want it to be too dissimilar or too similar, <laughs> which is like weird. You want like, it to be the same, the but only, it's own like, thing. Reboot I like just genuinely like and think is a great thing to exist is the Ducktales one off the top of my head. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Why is that weird? I don't know. It's just, that's the one. <laughs> I don't, know. You, I don't know. You say that like anytime I ever have an opinion is what it like gets me. Like, yeah, weird opinions. <laughs> like, I just think because the DuckTales one takes a lot of like it has a lot of the same vibes as the original, like the fun adventures and stuff. But it improves a lot of stuff the original failed at. Like the three nephews are different characters now. What a concept. Like, yeah, everything you've told me and a bunch of stuff I've seen on the Internet. The reboot seems miles ahead of the yeah. first one. I mean, the first one was made in like disney afternoon era yeah so it's all just nonsense yeah to keep kids busy i'll i'll probably try cowboy bebop and then we'll just be like we disagree yeah i cannot imagine you'll like it at all i imagine you'll hate it quite a bit Mm. um there the thing that seems to be so very different between the two of them is the anime treats things that i don't think matter with grandiosity everything is grand everything is huge everything has to be this big thing Mm -hmm. and i don't think the show does that I think if something's small, it treats it small. If it's if it's big, it treats it small. Like nothing actually matters, which I think is closer to how the anime actually is in my head. Like it doesn't actually matter, so it makes sense that the show doesn't think it matters too. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that seems weird about it. Like it reading some stuff from the directory didn't seem to have a lot of like like respect of anime as a genre either. So <laughs> hey, maybe that's why. You... <laughs> I've not seen those interviews, but I would. I'd be fine with it. I don't think you necessarily have to have respect for the genre to make something good out of it. I mean, I feel like you should have some respect for what you're making a reboot of. I mean, it's not really a reboot, though. Not re. It's a remake, I guess. It's hard to say, but like, I also, as I'll discuss a lot, I just hate that Hollywood does this all the time, especially with foreign media, because I feel like that's a weird thing to do to like take someone else's media and then like try to do it your way i feel like that's a just kind of shitty thing to do i wouldn't say it's even trying to do it like a different way because i'll also say i've been watching the dub of cowboy about the anime because i have heard that it's actually that's better what you should watch yes yeah i've heard that's better so i've been doing that and i i like the voice actor for uh spike, spike. in cowboy bebop because i like him in big o <laughs> that's literally that's, fair. that's why i like him because he's the voice actor for big o um He's but a like, sector for a lot of things. Yeah, he is. He's huge. But like, I genuinely like the live action Spike just as a character more. So if you could just have that Spike, but with the voice actor from the dub. Maybe. <laughs> but it's also like, again, it having more context of like something more serious is happening with Spike and he comes from like something way deeper. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to ingrain early on for viewers that want something more than just like a fun escapism. Because this does that. It's like, hey, there's like an actual plot going on. You don't have to wait halfway through the show to have a plot. Uh, which to me is important. I don't, again, I just get upset as I'm reporting, like saying to have a plot. Like there's plot. There All... is a storyline within every episode. But they do not carry weight towards the next episode. Well, other than the savage characters being introduced and having impact on how the rest of the part goes. You and could like... cut five of the episodes after ed is introduced and there would be no difference in the story it's world building none (laughs) um the other thing i will say is that what cowboy view up reminded me of the most and what samurai shampoo 
No, no. I don't think you ever saw that. I'd ne- I, I've like seen a couple episodes on Adult Swim and stuff, but yeah, um, I like that. Shorty Kitchen. Actually. I think I like that more than Cowboy Bebop personally. <laughs> so, um, actually, you might actually like that more because it's about like their constant adventure, like to find a certain thing. Yeah, I'd probably like that more than. <laughs> no, the thing that it reminds me of, and people would probably be angry because the thing that it reminds me of should remind me of Cowboy Bebop, probably because I'm fairly certain it came after Cowboy Bebop. Firefly. Uh, I think they, Firefly actually listed Cowboy Bebop as an inspiration it at some point. Clearly is. Yeah. Um, but I like Firefly a lot more because yeah, again, there is a constant plot going through it, but that still has that world. Like you could tell me that Firefly is a Cowboy Bebop show, and I'd believe you. Um, so Firefly is actually the Cowboy Bebop live action we should all watch. Yeah, and <laughs> it's uh, it's fairly short. It has seventeen episodes. Uh, five of seven huh so i thought i had seven no it had 13 that actually aired and 17 in total there's five episodes that just did not air uh and then a movie that was basically kickstarted before there was ever kickstarter uh Mm -hmm. also disclaimer joss whedon's kind of a dick but whatever he he made media that i enjoy yeah uh yeah so i don't know i'll it seems like even with the live action you're not like super into it no so no i'll be curious if you even keep watching it me too i mean you watch stuff even if you dislike it unlike me so i can so the show is different i know like well not even that but like disliking something and being bored by something yeah that's fair i should i should specify like if you're not interested yeah because there's like stuff that i'll watch like i dislike what this is doing but there's like a core of it that i enjoy or like that i like the idea of like cowboy bebop i just feel like i can get this exact same vibe from a show i actually like that i've seen before that was inspired by Cowboy Bebop. That was, I, I admit I know, that. I'm joking, I'm joking. But like, yeah, I can go back and like watch Firefly and then watch the movie Serenity yeah. and I like guess. have a way better time. I mean, I something should be said that like Firefly was most likely, again, I don't want to like say with certainty, but was most likely inspired by Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy sure. Bebop kind of is that thing where it's like, it genuinely did inspire a lot of things around it, especially American media. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> it easily could be the thing of like, the Seinfeld effect where like all these things were inspired by it, that it makes the original thing seem much tamer and moot in comparison. Probably honestly, because Firefly was considered to be like revolutionary for television sci-fi genre and is critically hated at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that I'm actually going to say was Fox's fault because they Probably. aired episodes out of order. They cut them in half. Like it was a mess. I hate Kevin. There's a thing now where like some companies are literally airing shows sped up. Yeah. So they can get more commercials in. It's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't love either of them, but if literally someone sat me down, like watch the live action version or watch the anime, I'd watch the live action version, I guess. Hey, we'll see after two, you've seen two episodes. Maybe it's going to kill you on the third. <laughs> Maybe if once Ed comes in, I might fucking stop again because that's basic. <laughs> I yeah. ca- I cannot watch Ed scenes. He's <laughs> it's such a dumb, annoying character. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I love Ed, quite frankly. <laughs> like I just love that kind of spontaneously. I mean, I, it's one of those things. Ed needs someone to work off with a lot, and I think the show does have an issue of where they leave Ed alone to work off no one. Ed reminds me of Gur. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, before Gur, but <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um. <laughs> I don't know, like, some of that might be, I grew up with, that's not an uncommon character to just have in shows, so I might be more dulled to it than you are. 
maybe i just don't like that like i'm so crazy wacky like i there was a time when i was into that and i'm just mm-hmm. not anymore i just find it monotonous now so yeah there if, if i watched cowboy bebop when i was 15 all the way through fucking over the hill i would be yeah. talking about it right now with reverence and i'd be hating the netflix one probably probably but like i just didn't and it wasn't an influence on my life and so i'm able to look at it without like all this nostalgia i mean i've had the weird physique i watched it for the first time last year oh weird yeah so you liked it huh yeah i do you like you just generally like anime though it's not even that because like i feel like that's a like setting up a weird expectation of I can just watch any anime, which I can't. I have dropped a lot, quite frankly. I mean, but we've like, had some experiences to where you're like, this is really boring. And then we watch basically the same anime and you're like, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's a different thing. It's, it's usually with this is very boring and I watch an anime. It's usually that I had the, I, I like some of the concept, but like the execution usually does end up different. Like, <laughs> We joke about it, but I have not seen something that is literally the same thing, but anim- one was animated and I liked it more because there's different. You've got to admit this. If there is romance in an anime, you are way, way more forgiving about it. Slightly. You are way more forgiving about it. E. Okay, let's look at some of the stuff. Uh, Your Name, where I literally never talked about the romance anytime I ever brought Huge it up. Huge part of the movie. I disagree. I think the media part's way bigger. And I genuinely just forgot there was romance. There's a way difference between being forgiving and literally forgetting there's romance. Just saying, it's a huge part of the movie. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, it's more, this isn't, I would not say this is more of an anime versus non-anime thing that we do have, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. I think this is more, I'm way more interested in episodic shows. Yeah, and I'm just not. Because like, I don't know, sometimes I have an issue with non-episodic shows because I feel like they're, taking too long to build up to something whereas with episodic there's that constant build up but i still have something more to like chew on as i'm watching it like uh steven universe a show i love that you would hate the first season for sure and like if you got into it it would probably be the final 10 episodes of the first season and then you would probably hate the rest of the show (laughs) cool (laughs) not the rest of the show like i feel i mean there's a thing with steven universe there's like a big bad that they do at the end of the first season and a lot of fans debate if like that was basically the height of the show huh um i think it, it's it's peaking valleys i would say but like <laughs> i think you would enjoy 25 percent of steven universe if i showed it to you there's a lot of that show <laughs> yeah um but like i i definitely think it's more of that because like i'm super fine with it just being like here's an episode and then uh basically all you could take is the characters are that happened to them and like there's various degrees of episodic like there's like true episodic which i would put for like most of the simpsons i would say is like true episodic like yeah very few times do they ever like bring back up that something happened and usually if they do it's a joke yeah and then there's like i'll put cowboy bebop in like a step above that where it's episodic but things definitely happened like that definitely have to do the characters and those all like a like impacted the characters in a way and even if it's like a slight subtlety i feel like there is a difference from each thing which is like i definitely felt that with a lot of the cartoons i grew up in the 2000s that before they were allowed to be truly like plot driven is it would be episodic but the things still definitely happen and the characters get to change over the course of a season because of it even if it's a gradual change that you can't notice unless you're watching like the first episode and the last episode. The There's thing, stuff like that. Like the area I would put Cowboy Bebop in 
is the Cheers category of like old school sitcoms of like things are happening. And eventually after four seasons, a three episode plot or enough of a three episode plot would happen throughout that because like it's an old school sitcom. So they have to like keep the status quo. Um, I would put Kelby Bebop and Cheers in the same category of plot wise. Like eventually a plot will happen, but like it takes so long to get there. It may as well not have one. I would disagree. I think, well, again, I'm very character driven in regards to anything like you'd love cheers. I don't know if I would. I don't like sitcoms. It's not yeah, great. that's definitely funny. No. Uh, <laughs> Sam said something. I can't read it from this far. Oh, hey, didn't see this was happening on every uh, Saturday night. Hi, Sam. How's it going? He's uh, kind of scrolling in I think. this time. Yeah, she's already here, it looks like. But um, I don't know. Like, I'm because like. I feel like that's a big thing in regards to like how you think I just like would like and I'm more forgiving in anime. I feel like anime usually has to do more with establishing like what a character is than live action in a lot of ways, because it's like if you didn't establish what a character has that's unique about them, every anime character looks very similar. They look extremely like they still do. And like there are some like when I used to just watch harem anime for some reason, like the joke with those is every character is just a brown haired white looking dude. Oh, good. <laughs> like very kind of scrawny ass kid. <laughs> I shouldn't say kid when it's a harem anime. But... I don't, what's harem? Uh, that's where there's a bunch of girls and they all like it's like a love tetrahedron. Around oh, the guy. everyone's like going after this one person. He's like, oh, yeah. I hate women. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> there is literally one that I named off to E that I watched that like long time ago. It used to be on Netflix was a show called Girl Bravo where the main character uh is literally allergic to women. So if one touches him, he breaks out in hives and then he ends up like through a portal gets dropped into a world that's 90% women. Like why? They're, they're, what do you mean why? There's a clear reason those are very popular. Yeah, yeah I guess, but like but so like weird. that was kind of the reason I watched them because like the guy character is literally indistinguishable because that's the point. But like they would establish like fairly one note, but like clear like characters of all the other characters. Yeah. In a way that I don't think a lot of live action like stuff is like movies more so like a rom-com kind of doesn't have time to do that in an, like live action movie. A lot of times I should say, whereas like so like. A romance anime, like your name, I felt like they were very distinct characters, like created, and they they weren't like super complex or anything, obviously. But no, like, they all had one thing. Yeah, but like they had a thing that like I could see. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, your name is still kind of a weird thing because most of that was me talking about how I wish the movie ended a certain way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like that's ultimately where it lies on. Like I'm a much more character driven person where you're much more plot driven. Cause like I, it could be the fucking coolest plot in the world. If I don't give a shit about a character, I'm not going to watch it. Like, and like you're, you're like, you don't give a shit about spike, which is some of your issue. Mostly actually just dislike spike. Well, it's fair, and so yeah, it yeah. becomes annoying that we're following him. But like, it's like most of my problem actually. Yeah. But it's just one of those things like we're just how we want to consume media is very different, which we have established many times on the live show and the normal show and the pre-show yeah, and the a post. bunch of different shows. But like if 
if Spike was more like Han Solo, like he's like a dick, but like he's actually very likable, very charming. Like that's one thing. But Spike is literally just a dick. I think Spike is much more likable and charming than Han Solo, quite frankly. Oh, hard disagree. I, I, I mean, we discussed it a bit. I don't like Han Solo is kind of like charming, but I definitely don't like Han Solo much in a lot of his actions. I mean, and I, I think Spike's actions are a lot. I think their actions louder. are very similar, except for Spike is just a dick to his friends all the time. And Han Solo was kind of not a dick to his friends all the time. Yeah, if, well, his lover. Yeah, that's yeah. He's an ass, <laughs> but he's sometimes likable. Spike. He's, <laughs> Spike uh, in the anime has not done a single thing that I think makes him like me like him. Like if you if you have like this again, this is like if I were thirteen, mm -hmm. I would loved it. Like if you're like the kind of person like oh he said like the big quirky thing like quippy thing so he's a giant asshole but like the other guys don't know what to say now like. 13 year old me would have loved it i mean it should there is something to be said he's like a he's like the generic cool guy who smokes a cigarette and yeah. like looks out to the window and is like nah what a day to be hating women <laughs> kind of actually <laughs> i mean he literally establishes like one of the first things he says he's like he hates women dogs and kids yeah yeah <laughs> which is mostly a joke because that's the three characters he has to deal with now yeah but, um yeah i mean i'm not like I'm not that surprised you didn't like Cowboy Bebop. Me either. Like I don't know. Maybe try Samurai Champloo, but also I don't know how much you would deal with it. There's an episode where they all get high. What, what is I it? mean, there's an episode where they all get high on Cowboy Bebop. That is true. That's just an anime thing. There's just always a beach episode. Uh, they get high anime episodes. is it's super duper illegal to have weed in Japan. Like super high. Like more illegal than in America. Huh. So like. Sometimes so even though marijuana yeah. is still class one drug federally. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it's it's seen as a gateway drug. In Japan, it's just seen as one of the craziest drugs. Like I mean that... you can get blacklisted for smoking weed. Really? Yeah. That's so like crazy. I've learned some voice actresses that got blacklisted for smoking weed. Jesus. That being said, the episode of uh Cowboy Bebop, it's not weed, it's mushrooms that they do. Right. Also, the only thing I got close to like really enjoying an episode of Cowboy Bebop is when there was some food that went bad in the fridge. That's one of my favorite episodes because it's so absurd. It's almost alien, so yeah. I like that part. <laughs> and I, I really want to get to that part in the live action to see what they do with it. I bet it will be I bet it's going to suck because Ed's going to be in it a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't think that. I think they'll just not... There is a... I wouldn't be surprised if they just don't do that plot because they're trying to be more grounded. Mm. <laughs> they're like, no, that's too silly. They get real silly in the show I still. still think there's a chance they'll be like, that's too silly. I would be disappointed if they didn't do that because that's the closest thing I came to enjoying that show, <laughs> that anime. Ugh. Just because it's alien. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam's saying a lot. So why don't you say it with your voice, Sam? That would be good. Um, can she? Yeah, she can just have a mic and say things. Um, Sam says it's she was watching the Game Grumps play Dagon Ropa. You've been doing that a lot. Yeah, she has been doing that a yeah, lot. Yeah, she was doing that when she realized that we were on. And it's a ridiculously anime game. Incels. That is the anime is asked animated game. Like, you think like Ace Attorney's kind of anime? That game is super fucking anime. Every character is an anime character. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I almost want to play it because it's cool to like a murder mystery type thing. But also, I don't I think that might be too anime for me. <laughs> That's well, saying something. Is it? enough murder mystery for me no oh, I'm there's out. no fucking way you want to hear like characters talk to you for two hours 
no. Yeah. Like, imagine if you were in an anime and you had to solve a murder mystery. That's what it is. Oh, cool. Kill myself. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I think that's an option. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, that also being said, Case Closed is an anime that's been going on for like a thousand episodes. Yeah. I, so, hey, here's an anime I like, Case Closed. Case Closed, yeah. I've not watched all of it. I've not watched anywhere near all of it. <laughs> You're telling me you haven't watched a thousand episodes? Like, Case Closed is an anime I can say without a doubt that I enjoy, but I don't want to see all of it. Because I don't think you it's should. extremely episodic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's that Phoenix Wright game too, which is stupidly anime. <laughs> what I pretty anime. There's like a point where there's like a pottery maker that everyone thinks is a guy, and then like you have to like point out like, but what about this? And then they're like, ah, I'm actually a girl. I started playing one of them on 3DS. That's the one I played. And I got really frustrated with it because I didn't understand what they wanted me to do in the game. Save. So, <laughs> that's... That, generally, that's how I got through that game. You just have to save. The 3DS one's much more forgiving because you can literally just save at any time. Yeah, but yeah. like, if you don't and you just get stuck back, you have to go through all the fucking dialogue again. Yeah, that's why you gotta save. <laughs> it sucked. I, I gave up. I was like, this is I annoying. don't blame you. Yeah, um, the only one that I played was actually the barrier the original one the one on the game boy advance that only existed oh, in no Japan? uh the one that came out on ds okay the original the original american one on ds okay happy further in los angeles 100 definitely los angeles totally definitely not tokyo totally <laughs> <laughs> and they're eating definitely hot dogs with the definitely not chopsticks and they're definitely not eating sushi weird. that game has such a weird localization huh you play phoenix right ever sam Nope, I've just watched uh, Game Grumps. Or I think it, no, I think it was uh, maybe Super Best Friends play through it. I don't remember. One of those. <laughs> it's a fun game, but it's definitely. I never play it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would rocky. never. I would never ever play it. I mean, they're basically visual novels with a, more of a murder mystery. They're literally visual novels. That's yeah. what they're defined as. Yeah, but with more of a murder mystery aspect. <laughs> huh. So, Robbie. Hey, my S- turn to talk about a Speaking thing. about murder mystery, Final Fantasy. <laughs> Not so much murder mystery, but... Uh... <laughs> Come on, let's say uh, So yeah, it's one of those things. I started watching some videos a couple weeks ago that E recommended to me. Hello. Oh, and hey. it started like giving me some uh, recommendations on YouTube. For, like, <laughs> yeah, I gave him my recommendations, and, and, and yeah, I'm so sorry. Much. That's what E stands <laughs> hey, for, recommendation. I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, the one that I found the most interesting that got recommended to me that I ended up watching was uh, a speedrunning technique that was actually used in Final Fantasy IV because it was canonized by Square... Or, well, Square Soft at the time, but now Square Enix. Right. Um, Squeenix. 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 Uh, so, because the game came out, and then after the game came out, since it was back in the Super Nintendo days, and they couldn't exactly patch it, but they realized that there was a glitch in the game, and I guess they actually had an article that they would write or in, a, in a magazine about games, and Square Soft straight up called it uh, eight squared curse of oh, yeah, sorry eight squared curse of extinction was the name of the glitch from square enix so they it fucked was... it up they couldn't fix it they're like we gotta make this right yeah. so yeah. what they did is they said hey this is what the glitch does don't do it it could corrupt your save file and, like you'll have to start the game all over again so like it was them trying to warn people not to use it and then speedrunners are like hey this is kind of a cool glitch to speedrun the game so Using that speed run, you can actually beat Final Fantasy IV in like an hour and 50 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That saves you like, what, 98 hours? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, that 
uh, glitch actually, if used correctly, like basically makes you skip about a third of the game. Jesus. And it also gives you a, uh, cause like uh, what speedrunners actually call it is the 64 door glitch. Cause um, eight squared is 64. Yeah. <laughs> and so what it is is cause like no dungeon has more than 64 floors. And so like, they just kind of made it to where like, there's a, uh, there's a receiving door and a closing door kind of thing. And so like, whenever you go through like the receiving end, it's, it adds one to it and it takes away one whenever you, um, go the opposite way through the door to help uh, basically so that way because Super Nintendo only had you know so much memory that I could put on each cartridge right. uh, that way they can save space and stuff like that so it was a way for them to try to help the game but it made a terrible glitch if uh, you went above 64 and what it does is like if it's six or if you're trying to get to like part number 64 we're at 63 and it goes 63 plus one will equal zero in the game cartridge and it'll cause it to crash Huh. Yeah. And so what it and the reason why it crashes is because it's trying to look for the data for that or uh, when you're walking through that door, but it keeps on looping it over and over and over again because it just comes up as zero and it crashes the game. However, there is a way to actually like put something into the game file to make it to where uh it'll equal something, and it's usually through the inventory, because like each part of the inventory is a byte of data. And so if you get a certain amount of bytes of data, it'll instead of walking through the door, it's supposed to walk through. It'll walk through wherever the speedrunner wants them to walk through as it's known as inventory warping. So they literally change the code by what they have in their inventory. Yeah, there's a lot of games because like what it is, is because since it hits that zero, it'll keep looping until it finds that number. And eventually it'll just find that number in the inventory. Huh? Yeah. And so I, what does it do then? Uh, it basically makes it to where you can skip a large portion of the game in order to get from one from point A to point B. Like it just warps you there. Yeah, it'll just warp you to wherever you want to go. Basically, huh. like in a lot of those games, the inventory will share space with something else because there's no there's not supposed to be a situation where like both it would be pointing there for another reason. Yeah. So and like, with that one, since it's a zero, it'll look through literally anything it can. It's l just trying to find a number. And eventually oh. it just goes to the inventory to find the number and it causes it like some really weird glitches to like, sometimes it's just a gray screen with music in the background. And other times it's like a completely fucked map wherever like random inventory spots are like everywhere on the map and just like different shades of red and you hear bacon sizzling in the background. That's your super Nintendo frying your cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I thought that was rather interesting, but uh, they have like a, uh, any percentage glitch and then an any percentage uh no 64 there's a lot like super mario world is actually a big one where it has to have a bunch of categories because of stuff like that um there is a way where if you shoot fireballs in four specific places with yoshi like pixel wise like pixel perfect places you shoot fireballs then shoot a fireball at a charge and chuck and then if you spin jump off of Yoshi, who's eating a coin and grab it, it will give you an item and that will warp you to the credits if you touch that item. Jesus. So, like, <laughs> there's stuff like that. And like, do people just literally comb force. through the code? Yeah. Yes. Who has that much time? Speedrunners that they're, they think it's fun. Oh, man. But, like, there's different kinds of speed because, like, some speedrunners don't want that. And there is a thing that I've seen a lot of devs talk about where it's like, the worst thing that can happen to some people's games is if it becomes boring to watch a speed run. <laughs> Ooh. Cause like that stuff, it's fast, but it's also literally putting up for specific pixels. Yeah. So like that's why categories exist. So it's like that's basically I think that's called just credits warp. 
and then there's like different things where you're like 80 percent uh 16 stars there's a uh, one that's like no star world because you know you can just take the star world to any level huh stuff like that and it's interesting and like I really like the weird technical speed runs, but I've met many people who don't like that because they just want to watch a game go fast. Yeah, like yeah. the speed run. That's me. The people who like the speed runs that I like to see are like people like really fucking good at this game yeah. and they're just able to get through it very quickly. I, show, I showed you one today. Yeah, um, that was we, cool. We watched someone compile all 5,000 attempts of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, like those are the kind of speed runs I like because that's just somebody got really fucking good at something. Yeah. Well, I mean, all it's... speed runs are people who get really fucking good at something. Yeah. But they cheat it. <laughs> I mean, there's also like he's talking they cheated about in the like one the... I showed you. They used the wrong warp. Oh yeah. I mean, he's also talking about things like uh, like the people who like world record uh Morrowind speedrunners are just really fucking good at the game. Yeah. Because what they do is they get um, I can't remember what they call it. I think it's like a spell a drunk or something like that <laughs> in the game. And like uh, the world record for Morrowind using like i think they use like only a handful of glitches but like not a whole lot like not game breaking glitches uh but they beat it in less than three minutes wow yeah no morrowind was it skyrim has another thing i joke about the bull because in skyrim the speed run is like you can actually wedge yourself between uh certain objects in a wall to just skip stuff and one of (laughs) the is like you go under the one of the first houses grab a bowl and then like wedge yourself and you could just kind of glitch through walls skyrim is yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah. I was gonna say you can probably just do also, that normally. Yeah, <laughs> there's also that and like that weird thing that they found. Like, if you're riding a horse and you go up on a boulder and like you just kind of slowly back up the horse, the horse will like slowly fall off the boulder and shoot the guys straight upwards, and then it causes them to where they can basically run super fast to anywhere on the map. Mm-hmm. That's another thing on Skyrim. Yeah, that like, game's just broken. Yeah, uh, the speedrun that I saw used that technique, and I think he beat the game in like 26 minutes or something like that. It's kind of fun seeing yeah. stuff like that. I will say one thing I thought that was kind of funny about like the uh, Final Fantasy IV glitch, though, is uh, one of the things you have to do, which I think it also involves the 64 doors things, but they end up getting uh, an attack in their inventory called uh, Uptico. <laughs> Sounds like an Uptico. Yeah. What's Uptico? <laughs> uh, apparently, it's like supposed to be a, a file in the game, but it actually ends up accidentally getting put inside of one of people's attack thing. And Uptico... Technically, doesn't do any damage. It just uh, says that the enemy's dead, and so uh, it kills anyone, including the last boss, in one hit. Nice. Yeah. That's part of the speed run. So the guy who has a an hour and fifty minute long speed run of it uses that to kill the last boss. Basically, there's something funny about the fact that it still takes an hour and fifty minutes, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they, they you... still have to do certain things yeah. in order to get because you point. have to get to a place with the correct doors and stuff yeah, well you have to get course. to certain places uh there's you have to get certain characters because uh cert- only certain characters are strong enough to actually get to the last boss mm-hmm. without dying because you know you're technically at, like level five or something like that yeah but yeah that's funny S- sam is saying in chat a lot of speedrunners didn't get their life to fucking doing it yep it's all they do that's how they get so good and some of them make a ton of money doing it very few, quite frankly. Yeah. It, it is one of those weird things that people technically make money doing it, but only like the world's best make money doing it. Kind of like bodybuilding is a good example. Like people make money bodybuilding. It's usually like some like the top percentile of the world of bodybuilders like mm-hmm. make money just being a bodybuilder. So I will say one of the largest like online charity events is a speedrunning. Like they host speedrunning. Yeah, games run quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I assume you see some then. Yeah. I mean, they have some fun stuff. People get super hype in our cult group about it all the time. Yeah. Um. That one's more probably more up your speed because it usually is more about like execution based yeah. stuff rather yeah. than uh 
like warping stuff. They did show off one. I don't remember what Final Fantasy it was, but it was a very similar thing where you basically just walked into stairs for so many minutes, counting up how many stairs, and then you would warp to the end. So weird. Just so weird. Old games are literally held together by duct tape. Like (laughs) there's so much stuff like that. The ones that are built well are held together by duct tape. The ones that are not held together well are held together by like bubblegum and hope. That's the stuff that makes me laugh when people say they want to go back to the old days when games were like finished, quote unquote. And I'm like, have you played an NES game? Even the good ones (laughs) are not finished. Even Mario, arguably one of the most solid NES games is still like real slow and maybe doesn't feel great anymore. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. Uh, I just, cause like <laughs> Mario's weird. I showed you like, you could technically wall jump in Mario in the original Mario, which is not. That, yeah. That was broken. Yeah. It's cause the tile collision, if you land on the fir- perfect pixel, it thinks you're on the ground, even though you're not. So you can just huh. jump again, but it's like, I think it's like a two frame trick. How? <sighs> How do you even get that timing down? That's so insane. Uh, just I think it, muscle memory. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's muscle memory at that point. Once you yeah. practice it enough. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah. well, E. Hi. Since we're talking about video games, yeah. You you've been playing the official game of Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I've played It'll Do. It's gonna be a short segment. It's like Zelda, but worse. The original. No, no. I would say it's pretty. It's really charming. And okay. I think the controls are very tight. Like it's like original Zelda. Zelda. Oh, so it's like hard ass fucking. It's not hard. Okay, because um, like original Zelda, I think of like. I mean, like how it plays. Okay, like okay, Zelda, okay, Zelda. okay, okay, like, okay. It's like it plays like it, but it's less of a. It's dangerous to go alone. And take this. Yeah. It's less of. But like, figure it out, asshole. But I, I didn't. I actually bought this game like five years ago and just never bothered playing it. <laughs> so many. I'm stupid games. because it's three hours long. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, but um. I play as I was playing it. It was really funny because the writing is almost exactly like a parody Zelda comic I made in high school. Really? Yeah. It's I like remember, yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, I should. Because like, I almost think some of the jokes were verbatim like jokes I made about the Zelda game. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Copyright. I, yeah, I definitely. It definitely wasn't. They were just easy jokes to make sometimes. Yeah, copyright. <laughs> but um, no, I think that game's really solid. It doesn't think like. I've, I it technically you can do it in any order, but it like kind of shuffles you to how it wants you to go through because there's just one main dungeon, and in that dungeon you get coins and you use coins to buy the items. So similar to oh. uh, Link Between Worlds, which yeah. is probably my favorite top-down Zelda. That's the best one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, so the items are two hundred, three hundred, and four hundred coins, and like you get two hundred, and then you kind of stuck a bit unless you know like a specific path you can do not like you have to walk away you have to know a trick oh so if not you have to just go and it's really fun it got me the first time so what happens is you go to buy an item and the game launches you into the air what and you like fling and you're like high in the sky and then you just fall to a dungeon and that's where you get the item Oh, that's good. It's really clever. Like it's it's charming. Like it's really charming and stuff like that. And a gameplay is fine. Like it's not like it's not like driven by the charm. I think it's like a good. It's like a pretty good game, and the charm brings it up to really good. Oh, good. Um, yeah. I think it feels linear. Like it's not actually linear, but it feels pretty linear. Like you feel like you have to have certain things to get to certain places. Yeah. 
And like, even sometimes the game tells you like, I got 400 coins and I was like, I wonder if I can go anywhere before I buy the last item. And like, I checked my tips and he's like, Hey, you got 400 coins. Why don't you get the item? And I'm like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's really fun. I think the final boss is kind of (laughs) lame. Like I'll, I'll spoil it. Spoils for it'll do a three hour long game. Um, it's like the merchant was the final boss. Actually, he set up the dungeon the yeah, whole time. That's good. Yeah, I like that. It's clever. It's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like a fun little game. And if you're like itching for a classic Zelda kind of game, which is fair because Nintendo has not made a new one since A Link Between Worlds. They yeah, have the remake. They did that remake of the, but like it's still yeah, it's still that. It's game. still the same game. Yeah, just looks a little nicer. Um, but yeah, so like it's a fun little thing. Uh, there is a sequel that I'm really interested in because, like, I almost am positive the sequel is going to, like, just take the cool stuff about this game and improve it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, this is the devs behind uh, another platform fighter. I don't play this one, but I have played it before. It's uh, Slap City. Half the characters in Slap City are from this game. Oh. And it's not like, oh, the main character, like, they have the main character. It's not like, Oh, it's like the main character and some of the side characters. It's like, no, literal enemies from this game are playable characters in Slap City. Yeah, okay. Which is funny because it's the same dev, so they yeah. added their own uh, characters. And yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very fun. I, I do want to check out the sequel eventually, but it's very fun and it's three hours, so it's like not like you'll be spending too much time on it. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a, yeah. a pleasant game. It is a, it's a pleasant game and charming in a lot of ways. Um, one of my favorite moments is like, like the characters actually had dialogue unlike Zelda's usually. Yeah. So like you walk into a tutorial room and all that's in there is just like one of those weird bird statues from the first game. And like, they're like, like, that's just the face they make. And then your character just says, yeah, <laughs> like back at it. It's just <laughs> funny. Yeah. It's, it's charming in a lot of ways. And like I said, the writing just reminded me of that comic I made. There's mm. a, a game that you should play e it's usually like a dollar it's called um cat quest i think i might have uh i would have to look at it for sure i want you to play it because it seems very cute and adorable and like fun enough but also it may not be my type of game (laughs) so you want me to vet it i want you you to vet it for me and tell me how cute it is i bet (laughs) (laughs) i don't know also zelda s game that i've been telling you about for ever at this point evil land yeah i still have it. it's in my itch bundle i've been cracking away at that since i actually managed to get through my normal uh <laughs> what's the word backlog um, backlog oh yeah and then i'll just bring it up a little bit here because uh basically every year i get back and I'm like i should finish the final level of cave story the secret final level <laughs> and every year i remember why i don't fucking beat the final secret level of cave story because it's fucking hard as balls there's no goddamn checkpoints I apparently don't have two items that would make the game way easier at this point. Oh, good. And they're like hidden items, I think. Because like every I looked it up and like the first result ever of like what are tips to beat this is like, do you have the spur? And I'm like, what's the spur? I have never heard of this. (laughs) (laughs) So no, then you don't have that. And it's like, oh, what about the life pot? And it's like, there's a life pot in this game. I don't remember that. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. And like. It sucks because I know I can do it because I could do every segment individually. Yeah. And I've gotten to the boss many times, but it's just like 
it's one of my least favorite things to do to add difficulty is just make you do a long segment of hard things without checkpoints and i hate it yeah it's the like, uh, the battle toads and yeah because it's like um it's like the opposite of why i love celeste like celeste is hard but like it is really forgiving with checkpoints like you have to do one hard challenge and then you go to the next screen and you like you don't have to redo that one hard challenge ever and again. like they'll give you whatever caveat you want and not punish you for it yeah like you can go around it however you want and yeah. it's not to like the final final level that like is like you should probably get pretty good at the game and even then it's the final final level yeah and it's like a secret and it's like yeah if you got there you already know how to do all these tricks yeah and we're still going to give you really good goddamn checkpoints <laughs> i don't know like cave story is probably like one of the best like feeling indie games that i've played and i think it's like a like especially for how old it is it's surprising how good it feels to play because like that is older than meat boy if i remember correctly i've i've played some cave story i ended up it not liking free. it I, I fell off of it quite a bit um but... i think that's probably fair it's like metroid but if metroid was linear i would describe it yeah yeah so I, I think the characters are charming enough. It is also kind of anime. <laughs> so I would Yeah, a little bit. Um like I think it's fun. And I think just the combat and stuff is pretty fun. And I the like is fun. I like the progression system. I'm surprised mo- more games try that where it's like if you're doing good, it will give you like chips and stuff to upgrade your gun, yeah. and then getting hit will just knock you down a peg. Yeah. Like I think that's a really good system. I but, like I liked the gameplay of that a lot. Yeah. I I all, I 100%ed apparently certain aspects of it because I thought I 100%ed it, but apparently not. Um, I got like all the health upgrades and stuff, and I have every gun except the spur, apparently. How do you not have the spur? I don't know. You know, you know, you remember how you like talked about how you like having save points before like a big challenge like that so you can go back? It has a save point before the ch- big challenge, be- before the big challenge, but you can't go back. So I don't know why they don't just save you at the big challenge. It yeah. sucks because I have to go through a stupid like text box every time where it's like, hey, you feel cold wind and all all your stuff is lost. <laughs> Except your health. You keep your health, but like all your guns are yeah, knocked gone. down. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It's weird. Like it, it that's one of those things I think didn't age well. Like we it would be much nowadays I think it would be a lot better of a way to do More it. More forgiving. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that was my annual attempt at Cave Story Hell. <laughs> One day I want to just fucking like stream myself doing it so I will just beat it and it will probably be like a fucking nine hour stream. <laughs> Either that or a 20 minute stream where I just do it first try and I'm like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. That was that. Um, I guess so I could just give you the floor after I talk about this. I did watch a documentary I quite liked about um, oh, what are the this plushie that was only made once no in it's... russia <laughs> <laughs> no that's furby uh it's <laughs> it, the it's like the sound of 16 bit but i forget the actual trackers the sound of 16 bit so most people our age or older probably know a tracker even if you've never like heard one um if you ever pirated an old computer game you know like sometimes they have the uh well I've literally never pirated an uh, old video game. Dang. Well, Robbie might have. No, nope. dang it. Okay, so <laughs> key gens were the big thing that had pirating, and like a key gen would like let it, uh, you can like make music with it. And it had a very what? specific sound because old computers 
like only had one bit on a lot of their uh, speakers just because they didn't expect people to use it for music. So it like used that to its biggest advantage. It was very popular on the uh, the Amiga, if I remember correctly. And it was just, and they were just called trackers. And it was just an interesting thing about like the music that they made and huh. like the people who got popular and like it was really popular before the cd-rom which maybe i maybe i should say it might be older than us because i yep i think you probably use cd-roms i absolutely did yeah okay (laughs) so maybe a generation before ours yeah i was like i was like like, the amigas like back in like atari days yeah i was i was going a little too high there yeah yeah um i i think i just remember because early youtube also used a lot of uh key gen songs like when it's like how do pirate adobe and it would be like a key gen song unless it was paralyzed <laughs> so like it's literally just the numbers are that the key like the yes so yeah. key generator right yeah which is why it was which, like newton tours with pirating too yeah i was gonna say i know what a key gen is i've never pirated a game though yeah <laughs> yeah dang it i i'm the opposite i pirated a game but i didn't know what a key gen was <laughs> oh no uh-oh you found the criminal <laughs> But um, yeah, it's just like a cool thing about like how it's made. Um, there's a little sad bit about like the guy who made the original like thing for Keygens. It was like a commercial product initially, and like it was just really clunky and hard to use. So a bunch of people made free versions that were like better to use. <laughs> yeah. So like he like pioneered this product, but basically did not make much money off of it. <laughs> so he, that's very funny. He Much made like something to make it Napster. easier to like pirate a thing. Well, he wasn't. He literally made it for music. It was oh. not made for pirating. Oh, okay, I, I thought it would be funny. It's like I made no. something to help you pirate something. That would be LimeWire Pro. Oh yeah, <laughs> or Napster. Yeah, Keep but Napster. um, yeah. So it was a lot of that, and like, it's a very weird. Insp- like maybe I'll show you like a song made with it later, just so you can get an idea. Okay. It's basically sixteen bit music, but right. um, so like it basically is like every note is four numbers from zero to like whatever the highest for that integer is. So it's like, it was like key octave note and like modifiers and stuff. And you have to do like change those for every single time you need a new note. So it was like clunky to use, but it was still usable. Huh? So you have to be a nerd and a music nerd. Let's be real. (laughs) <laughs> that's not too, I mean, too different to do yeah, I was on gonna a computer. Say, it, it sounds like more of like the first computerized modular synth is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I think so. Because it was like, again, it was when there weren't very good speakers yet. Yeah. Right. That's so weird. Yeah. But I watched It's like cool because this is a guy who does a lot of retro stuff. Like he did a like a mini documentary on the history of explosive barrels in video games. Huh. But like that was an interesting one, too, because it's like, why do barrels explode? Like, why did we decide that? It's fun. Yeah, but like, who decided it and like, where did it come from? Again, Quick. stuff a game dev. No, way earlier. It was like a racing game. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, was it Carmageddon? No, I don't know. Some arcade game. I can't remember. Huh. Weird. Yeah, it was funny. Actually, yeah, barrels explode way before Quake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was just one of those fun things. Uh, Sam saying stuff. I don't know if it's about key gens. Or... Uh, she's saying LimeWire's where uh, she discovered a lot of her current taste in music. Also, probably a lot of viruses. Many viruses. Tons yeah. of viruses. We Our home computer had many viruses, I learned later. One, like, <laughs> randomly opened porn. R- and I got really randomly. scared. <laughs> yes, V definitely is the one looking <laughs> up porn all the time. No, like, it, like, scared me. 
because like i don't like noise <laughs> so like it would open up a porn site and then it would just start moaning and i hated it it, was, it yeah. actually like terrified me that would be uncomfortable now for me yeah like if but... i just open my computer and it's like porn god damn it yeah <laughs> um scared of porn i get it yeah sam <laughs> i'm says. scared of porn yes I, that's fair <laughs> um sam is there anything that you've been doing or you want to talk about before i uh steal the floor and talk about some a movie and some video games um i don't know i've been playing dead island riptide again because i bought it a long time ago for like five bucks and i want to beat it <laughs> it's like i don't know the feeling of it's like not as good as the original but it also plays better than the original does it charm you had for the original <laughs> it does play it's... better than the original but it doesn't the original didn't have charm either though oh. it's, it's still janky it's... as fuck but yeah. yeah super janky that game was broken as hell when it first came mm-hmm. out yep did you say it deleted your saves and weird stuff no that was no, a different game that was, that was also one. broken yeah it's a lot of broken. battlefield, no, rip... <laughs> battlefield did that battlefield a lot four. <laughs> well we'll be talking about some battlefield yeah. later um yeah, um, yeah no, i have rip... like sorry sam oh no you go <laughs> I was going to say Riptide. Uh, I actually did buy it on 360 and played it originally that way back then. And um, it ran at 14 frames a second. That's Jesus. impressive for the 360. <laughs> that was before people were like, wait, frame rate's good for video games. <laughs> um, and the controls on that are Garbo. Super Garbo. The default is use the right stick to combat. It's first person, so you can either look around or you can combat. So you, they actually had a patch in changing the controls to right trigger to attack. Man, if only there were four buttons on the controller that you could use. <laughs> too bad there's only more than that. Too bad controllers are notorious for only being two sticks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't play that on the 360. I just played the original Dead Island. And... It's not too terrible on the PS4. Was that like about zombies or? Yeah. More okay. or less, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I could <laughs> guess by the name. <laughs> I guess the basic storyline not... is that. Oh, go on. It's still not great, but like, it's okay, <laughs> you guys I guess. <laughs> What's like make you want to play the next one then? The next one? Like Dead Island 2? Or whatever, whatever one Riptide. you're playing. Riptide, yeah. Oh, Riptide? I don't know, because I enjoyed... I did enjoy, like, playing the first Dead Island. Like, even though... Even then, I was like, yeah, this is broken. (laughs) But I still enjoyed playing it. (laughs) It's basically like a... Zombie killer looter. That's all you really need (laughs) to know. not the worst. Yeah, it was the same team that did... uh, Dying Light. Dying Light, that's the one. Deadfall. And Dying Light... Dying Light, I also have I have also been playing again. I have like five zombie games on my PlayStation downloaded right now for some reason. Dying but, um, Light is so good. Unturned. It's so much it's I didn't even know like it was the same creators or like whatever or company even. Um because they're like so different in quality. <laughs> like Dying Light is so much better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's actually kind of fun because the developing team behind Dead Island did Dead Island and Riptide, and then they were making Dead Island 2, and they were like, fuck this, we're not being treated right, and they went on and made their own company and made Dying Light, and fuck it's like a million miles better. Good game better. this time. 
so yeah. Yeah, there was probably very much executive meddling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then yeah. it's the original company made a new team and has been in development hell, Dead Island 2. Dead Island 2, uh, yeah. And that's that, been I like think, just so long. It's been like six years, I think. Longer. Maybe oh, really? more? I think six years since yeah. the last trailer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of as a trailer. Not the worst. But speaking of the trailer, the fucking first trailer for Dead Island was so good, but it's like so nothing good. that would tell you that it's anything about the game. Yeah. So I guess we can go ahead and tell E like the fir- the original trailer for Dead Island was like it shows it happening in reverse of mm-hmm. like um there's like a little girl that's like dead laying on the uh laying on the grass and it shows her like in slow motion of like whenever she was falling out of her room and uh as like she's like falling out of the room you see her parents are like fighting off this horde of zombies and it's all happening backwards of like to like this classical music too so yeah and it's basically the scene about, is in reverse like, kind of like yeah. probably not but like that gears of war with the madmen no. no let me see if i can pull okay. it up and not break our show yeah uh but yeah it starts with that like in it the end of the basically the end of the trailer is the beginning of the actual scene right because it's all in reverse not it's done very idea. well though but like there's like a small Easter egg in the game to the trailer, but I that's thought you said it. it was Dead Island. You're right. Show. That's how synonymous they are. I get them real confused. Okay, yeah. Yeah. What? For those listening, Dryad uh, just looked up Dying Light trailer. Dying Light. <laughs> yeah. Dead wanna, Island. Looks like you're going to click on the second one. Uh, yeah, let's see if this even works. Let's and see if, if it hopefully doesn't break the stream. We still live, Sam? Mm-hmm. Cool. We're watching stuff and we're live. I can hear you. It's a whole new cool. era of the show. Can you hear the YouTube Technology. in the background? Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, because we would just be advertising some shit right now. Can um, you hear my microwave in the background? A little I bit, but it. you're fine. Okay. It's not a good engine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we can... Act- that's actually a good thing. That means we can do live reacts on here if we wanted to. I feel like that's not interesting if the people watching can't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little interesting in a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, dead little girl in the grass. Yeah, well, I, I can watch. Don't worry, I got this, Robbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, you know, we can just not commentary it while you're watching it. Nope. We can no just commentary. have I'll, I'm going to talk silence. about the backstory. Or not the backstory, but, like, things that happened around it while E watches this. Um, was it really controversial? It wasn't. No? But it did win awards because of how good of a commercial it was, actually. Like, a trailer. The trailer? Yeah, it was such a good trailer. I've, I'm gonna say I feel like ads shouldn't win awards. I feel like that's a weird, weird thing. Right? It is weird. You're right, um, but it is a thing. But like the first time this trailer came out, my jaw was on the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there probably wasn't anything like it. <laughs> and I think it it was probably around the same time as the Telltale Walking Dead, um, because Very that one to it. that yeah. game was so good too. Even though fucking Telltale's Janky as fuck. (laughs) I mean, that's one of those things. I keep on trying to get gel into that because like she actually really liked um, Detroit Become Human because of the storyline aspect of it. And I kept Mm -hmm. on telling her, like, if you like that game, there's a good chance you're going to like Telltale Games. And she was just like, and I want to tell her, like, you should just start off with The Walking Dead because I was like their their first time doing something like that. And she's like, I don't want to watch The Walking Dead. And it's like, no, it's the game. She's like, well, I don't want anything to do with the TV show. You should just. it, It has nothing to do with the TV show, though. Just tell her to play The Walking Dead, and then she'll realize how shitty David Cage games are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> like David I mean, Cage really games like are dying so light, weird. Ironically, 
Dying Light? People do. <laughs> Dead I don't. Island. Dead Island. Son of a bitch. I'm getting so many things. <laughs> I, was confused. I was like, I thought you just said I was like, Dead yeah, Island. Like, Dying at Light is actually a good game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the David Cage game, and now I can't even remember the name of it. Oh, Detroit Oh, Human? Detroit Human. 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 Are you talking starts, about his... It's all the Ds. Uh, too many D's. You got your you mind on the heavy D's? rain by chance. It's like a strip club in here. Too many D's. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that be just like a gay doing? strip club? I think I wouldn't understand what this video game was about, but yeah, that's a cool. <laughs> yeah, trailer. it's nothing like the actual video game, really. <laughs> yeah, the video game is so different than this. I think the there's video... like a reference basically to that there trailer. Is, uh, towards the very beginning of the game, you find the family laying. Uh, like if you go to that hotel, yeah. the family is laying on the grass dead. Yeah, yeah, and you can like other go than to the that, hotel room, I think. But yeah, but no, other than it, that, it's, it's like, like the tone is so different. It, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, the game actually got way worse reviews because of that trailer because they thought it would be better. Than they thought it was gonna yeah. be like a very story-driven, emotional experience, and it's, it's not. not. No, the, I'm, <laughs> let me I'm, let me pull up this other thing of how the game actually starts. Um, okay, it's <laughs> uh, tonal whiplash. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you if you like watched that trailer, went to GameStop and bought the game and put it in. You would be like, what the fuck? Starts up, there's yeah. a clown juggling chainsaws. Almost. Like, da, 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 Maybe. Da, 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 and then he like, drops the chainsaw on his foot. He's like, ow. I will say this, though. Uh, I do own Dying Light. I need to get back into that game. I started playing it and got super fucking frustrated, like, maybe 20 minutes into the game. This is why no is joke. You press new game. You start this game. This is how this game starts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I was uh, so frustrated is because, like, uh, you know, whenever you're supposed to, like, call the zombies away from that car so you can get the car battery out of it yeah like one of the very first missions yeah they didn't get away or no you're supposed to throw fireworks to get them away oh yeah they yeah weren't responding to the fireworks so i could not get to the car battery and so like i got soft locked out of there because the oh, uh the zombies would not react to the fireworks so they would just oh, like i would throw the fireworks they would start attacking me nice <laughs> uh, i don't know if you can hear the song in the background of this cutscene. can't no uh, it's bad rap made for the game. Okay. And the <laughs> chorus is, who do you voodoo, bitch? <laughs> it's. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. That. Yep. Well, I'm guessing it takes place in like some sort of yeah. fucking. Also, Caribbean it's island. showing the playable characters yeah, in this. Being, like uh, that rapper that right there, he's one of the playable characters. <laughs> yeah. It, this is like um, introducing all the people you'll be able to play as. Yeah. And then there's a zombie yeah. outbreak at this party. And then you're in this hotel when everything goes down. Yeah, and... that, it does have. It did have like that um, four, like character multiplayer thing. Yeah, but, like Left I feel like it doesn't. Or... Yeah, but I feel like it, it's fine just playing on your own. Like Left for Dead is okay just playing on your own, but it's definitely more uh, multiplayer based. While this one is like it's okay either. Way, I yeah, guess. it's, it's just pretty okay. much basically yeah. the same experience. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> watching that trailer, or not the trailer, the initial game cutscene, I almost like I don't think that's where it's going, but obviously, like the camera was going to be the first zombie, and that would have <laughs> been kind of neat. No, you just you actually, yeah, it actually is the camera. The person who's walking around his camera does become the first zombie, and then they kill him, and then you choose which character you want. Okay, to be. cool. So that's kind of neat. Um, but then it's literally nothing like that. It's an open world. You're on an mm-hmm. island, and you bash zombies' heads in with cricket. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very all the time. Mm-hmm. You're just saying, "Who do you, you do?" It, that songs I, a lot, actually. I don't really remember like the gameplay mechanics in the first Dead, Dead Island, 
fun nope. riptide yeah. there's a lot of like weapon customization stuff like that yeah there's but a little also, customization like... in the first one but not as much yeah because yeah <laughs> It, it is very much one of those, like, it's mostly melee weapons because there are guns, but they're very scarce yeah. in the okay. game. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's like what they said, where there is some customization of it, but it's like one of those, like, oh, you got to have both of the items, and you also have to be able to find the schematics, and then you have to find mm-hmm. a bench in order to actually make them. And then and you then, have to measure it. All the and items. And then they break that... in, like, 10 hits. Yeah, they still, yeah, like, pretty much. break. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it almost becomes not worth it sometimes. Actually, yeah, the best yeah. weapons you find in the game you end up not wanting to use them because they're really hard to get and they're well, really hard to repair. That classic you RPG problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can repair them, but it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes for some of them. Yeah. There's a lot of pain in I the ass. With that a game. little later on in the game, it's a bit easier to find the stuff to repair it and find like guns and stuff like that. But By that time, you probably wouldn't want to use the weapons anyways, though. You'd be so accustomed to how to play the other... Yeah, yeah. so by the time you get to Act 3, because every act has a different map that you go into, mm-hmm. you can like go back and forth between them, but by the time you get to Act 3, yeah. you're about 35 hours, 40 hours into the game, and all the enemies are really fucking hard and really fast, so oh my all you want to do is rush through and stop playing the game as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's kind I mean, of where I didn't even get that far. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I feel like there's like such a weird difficulty spike because like they they give you like a lot of zombies and like tough zombies and um, yeah, is- it's really hard to take on your own like just with melee. You kind of have to like um, cheese it a bit <laughs> sometimes, which is really kind of annoying and I think a flaw in like the gameplay system in this impeccable sounding video game (laughs) (laughs) um that being said dying light way better and there's like a parkour system Mm -hmm. in it so you like Mm -hmm. traversal is a huge part of it you're like you're hitting zombies and then you like grab a skateboard and you start grinding it's like nose flip ollie ollie 723 (laughs) skateboarding just like (laughs) it's uh, more like you're fighting zombies and then you scale the side of a building to get away from them or like like, (laughs) you're thinking a lot of jumping from building and like where's the tony hawk zombie game where you like are playing Tony Hawk, but you have to like mow down zombies. Uh, to maximum. Yeah, overdrive. where is the oh, Tony Sunset Hawk overdrive. zombies? Yeah, it is. That's you a don't video like game. that game, do you? Sunset <laughs> Overdrive. That's a video game. <laughs> yeah, made okay. by Insomniac. Uh, I actually think that the traversal is really good, but it takes about eight hours to get to that game being good. Dang it, that's way longer than I want to play video. Games. Are you it's talking longer, about <laughs> Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've never played it. No, it was a Microsoft exclusive, and then PC and Microsoft. Yeah, that's um, why I guess. It might end up coming over to Sony sometime soon if if uh, Microsoft is cool about it because Insomniac is now officially owned by Sony. Ah, give me the Schneider cut where it's shorter. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's going to be one of those weird things because uh, I feel like I'm going to have to bring my computer over to Dry's house at some point in time because both the Uncharted series and uh, God of War are coming to PC. And I know Dry wants to see those games in all their true 4K glory. I mean, I can I can see them in 4K glory on my PS5. Yeah. yeah but what about with <laughs> mods what if he mods so dad of war has a neat hat that says foxy grandpa on it Ooh, <laughs> now we can talk I, it's kind of like that oh one mod God. that i showed dry of, of red dead redemption <laughs> 2 wherever he's playing as a skeleton and like a bear is attacking a guy's like don't worry i'll save you and like the pistol just turns into a machine gun i don't understand mods i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> they're to fun you. Mods I, don't are, much. I don't know i feel like mods I, are Mods intimidate me, I guess. 
That's fair. That, yeah. uh, Steam definitely makes it a lot easier because like does. Steam's just like, hey, here's mods. You want them? Just click a button and then hope they work. But that's a different thing. And I also but, feel like it, I don't know, mods, this is probably like a fucking boomer-esque thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like mods totally fucking fuck up the initial vision, which I guess is what the point is. But like, I, mean, yeah. I don't know, it makes it a non game what it really was meant to be in the first place. I mean, place, that's kind of... Don't yeah, like it. It's different. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, ultimately, it, it comes down to the point of it's a single-player game, so people can just kind of play it how they want to play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> I think when you get someone who's installing a giant enemy crab into Skyrim, they know what they're doing. They know that that's yeah. not Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I take issue when like there's weirdos who are like, oh, I modded this game and it's the, the better version. Yeah. Like, there's just not like not all the time. It's going to be that. And like, especially if it's just a graphic updates, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. So it you're looks not really a little nicer. You put 4K textures on a two bit <laughs> game. Congrats. As you say, so you're not really much into like the sweet effects mods then. No, I usually like like if you get a mod, just go all ham. Like I have Binding of Isaac mods that add items from Toho. Like it's <laughs> random shit like that. Like go ham. Why not? I mean, I think probably my favorite mod that I think about it is like Skyrim where they put top hats on all the crabs. Yeah. See, like that. that's fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm on Sam's side here. <laughs> uh, I also don't Fucking understand boomers. the point of mods. They're just fun. Like, I mean, I me, guess like, um, sorry, um, I'm just gonna say this thing, but I guess right. like, like super open world games like Skyrim or like Fallout and stuff like that, it sort of invites mods because there's like sort of a baseline of not really much of anything. It's just very open and like <laughs> you sort of create your own, yeah. story within the whole thing, even though like there's story, but there but like yeah like i've seen some like the spooky mods for fallout 4 and stuff like that and those are kind of cool but i don't know okay like if you're getting mods you already know you're kind of not playing the intended direction you just want to mess around like most people mods don't like get a game and then mod it immediately most people who get mods usually have played the game and are just looking for a new way to play the game yeah i mean i get i get that but like it's just not for me i guess I think the That's only fair. game I've modded without playing the game first is like I got the Sonic Adventure and then I modded it so it works. Into a good <laughs> like, game. Had, with the original Mass Effect game, I had to do the same goddamn yeah. thing because for some <laughs> stupid reason, uh, no matter what graphic setting you put it on, it was always on low and it was always locked at 30 frames a second and it crashed like half the time. Yeah. So I had to put a mod so that way one it would fix the graphical issue, two it would fix the frame rate issue, and three it would fix the crashing issue. The mm-hmm. original releases of Mass Effect are synonymous for being unplayable unmodded actually. Yeah. And it's one of those things cuz Dry gave me a lot of shit whenever I first modded the game and then I told him I had to and then I think he read up that they were synonymous <laughs> that you had to mod them in order yeah. to play them. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm interested in to see like how the remasters do up against the mods cuz the mods look really good honestly. Yeah, they do. So I want. I wonder what the difference. Uh, they won't be as good as the mods because the mods can have people who can literally spend all their time doing that shit. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I could just get the remastered version. We could just compare them apples to apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, you get. Now nah, be like the GTA remaster where everything's arguably in a worse position. <laughs> I mean, it, it is one of those Ooh. weird things too, where like um, uh, modded GTA Four at one point in time looked better than GTA Five. Like yeah. not even I, kind like, of like I, by a lot. 
I know that's a thing to say, but like, it's like, no shit, because you can literally mod in the yeah. high res 4K textures. That is not the. And it's like, yeah, the game's not made for that because most people don't have computers that can run those ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Only Robbie and the rest of yeah. his 1%. <laughs> I'm not even part of the 1%. Like, especially like GTA. Like, that's. <laughs> like, quite frankly, that game's definitely catered towards consoles first, then computers. Yes, for sure. So, like, it's like, yeah, they wanted it to run on consoles reasonably well. Yeah. And, like, I understand mods when it's like, I've played this game a million times and I love it and I just want to experience it in a different weird way. Totally get that. Yeah. Don't understand mods where it's like, I'm going to make it to where I can carry whatever I want in my inventory now. Because some people just want to play that way. Yeah, but like, I, I'm i I'm totally boomer up in you with Sam here. Like, that's not the intended game <laughs> experience. So I think it's bad. I, it, I it's also kind of like whenever we would like uh, do cheat codes on Vice City back in like the PS2 days and like, yeah, just sort like of cause chaos for a little while. Yeah. I don't know. It's just what was, like, it's a single player game. So if someone's like really annoyed by that, sure, just let them turn it off. Who cares? Like, nah. if they're saying that's how it should be played, I think that's definitely a different, like, thing, and we can... Then you can get into arguments about game design and game balance, but, like... One of the, the humans that I uh, <laughs> that follow you know on the internet... exists. Um, Jeffrey Gersman at GiantBomb.com. Jeffrey Gersman. <laughs> Jeffrey. Is Jeffrey now? This taste in your mouth. <laughs> um, he immediately goes into every game that he plays that has like a weight system and like a carrying system and goes in and disables it mm. because he just doesn't want to deal with like carrying weight of things. Mm. Like he just wants to have a full inventory if he wants. I and think I don't know. that is a little I... bit more of a step past, like, cause he's not even trying yeah. to see it. Like that's a step past it. Like exactly. You should try the game for sure. But like if you try and you're like, this is too cumbersome for me and I just want to play a video game and have fun go for it. Like, yeah, I, I, I get like um, wanting to turn that stuff off because it's annoying, but also at the same time, I feel like it creates a new sort of different survival challenge to it. I get because like usually when I think about that stuff, I think like with me, like I also think Skyrim's weight mechanic is really cumbersome and annoying, and I just stopped playing Skyrim. I stopped playing <laughs> for a reason, but that is one of the reasons I just stopped playing Skyrim. So like. If it was just that and like I could just mod it in and I still would play the game, then yeah. And like there's a there's many things to take into account. Like if I like review if I was reviewing the game, I shouldn't do stuff like that. If I'm like trying if I'm doing a bunch of other stuff in that, like it should be upfront and stuff. Like I remember there were a lot of people mad because there was one reviewer who like turned on cheats for Sekiro and yeah. then beat it, which like they weren't actually reviewing. They were just writing an article about they turned on cheats, which was a weird thing. Yeah, but, it's weird. <laughs> um, but like, clicks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, it's, I mean, that's one of the things that I mellowed out about, especially going to college and learning how many different people play games in different ways. Because like, we all play more games than the average person. Even yeah. like, I play way more games than Jariah plays. But we all know, E, that there's only one way to play Control. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, see, yeah. everybody here agrees you played it wrong. Robbie has no <laughs> in it, and he knows. He never said Robbie said I never said that Robbie, either. Robbie, tell him. Uh, tell actually, him, Actually, funny Control <laughs> is I'm, I'm actually kind of stuck in a spot right now, and I'm frustrated with it. So I stopped playing it, so that way I can play um, Dread X Collection 3. Nice. <laughs> 
we'll never get the control podcast. We going. won't. Um, I'm working on it. <laughs> Listen, maybe one day in the future, I'll give control another fair shake of the lamb's tail when I'm not like just trying to beat it. But also, it's way longer than I wanted to play control. It's a very long game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, right now that game's bending me over a barrel. That's why I stopped playing it. It's a hard game too. Because like, what was it? It's pretty hard. Yes. I'm also playing it on hard mode, so. I, mean, I, I joked with you. I told you, like, I Why? have two aimless on, and I'm still missing so many goddamn shots. And the game's like, no, please don't turn on the aim assist, guy. You can do it. And I'm like, no, I can't aim. And even with them on, I still can't aim. I just can not aim slightly better. I'm actually at the point in games where aim assist makes it worse for me. Maybe I like, love aim assist. I, I hate aim assist. Well, I've I mean, always hated one of the it. differences is you also play first person shooters. Like, yeah, I play a lot of FPS games. A, and like before, I mean, the control isn't first person shooter, but like similar yeah. idea. Like, basically, my first person shooter experience is Portal, and that's not a game <laughs> you have to really aim. No, not 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 really. Like, like um, one of the biggest ones, uh, Back for Blood, has a has a varying display of um. Aim assist. Aim assist. And like from yeah. extreme to not extreme, but even on its lowest setting, it's aim assist aims for the closest target to you in their mid mass. Yeah. And that is extremely like... unhelpful in that game because every yeah. enemy has weak points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I you... feel like the aim assist in that game is not very good. That seems I like a different really like problem it. than just. Yeah. Like that seems like they have bad aim assist, though. It is bad. Like... Because also, you a lot of times you don't want to aim for the thing closest to you. Yeah. Because like co- the point of console aim assist is it's supposed to you're not actually supposed to notice it's on. Yeah. You're supposed to just feel good. Yeah. So I actually take it off of all of the shooters and stuff. Which oh, that's fair. I end up. You also played competitively for a while, so it makes more sense that you yeah. can aim pretty well. Yeah. Like it makes it really hard to get headshots when you have aim assist on. <laughs> yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. fair. So it becomes actually way worse and way more cumbersome. I wouldn't know because my my loadout when I played like Call of Duty was shotgun, rocket launcher, claymore. You're the worst. <laughs> I was the worst. I was very bad at that game. It's the, the most annoying loadout. <laughs> you I think win the... in a fight nine times out of ten. I guarantee you. I think one of the best aim assists that I like is like in Red 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 Dead Redemption. I think it's pretty helpful. Uh, I've not played the I suck at aiming. I, I just like my issue with a lot of like with control is like the aim assist didn't seem to do the assist. Like maybe it just did it in a way I couldn't tell. Like maybe the bullets curved, right? That I didn't notice. But like I was, just, I just tried to aim at a zombie and I would shoot all around it. And I feel like with Amos's, <laughs> some of that should hit. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. Like maybe you could like watch. Maybe if you watch me play control, you could tell me how it's helping me with the Amos's. <laughs> right. So first and- off, e your controller's upside down. <laughs> uh. Um, also, weirdly enough, using an original Xbox controller. That's also, why are you exploring more? Yeah, why are you playing it wrong? <laughs> I explored so goddamn much in that game, and I wasn't supposed to, apparently, when I was exploring. Because, like, I was just trying to find a cool thing, and I was just running up and down this weird giant <laughs> colander, and I found a secret, but the secret had literally nothing in it. It just told me I found a secret. Why'd you play it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you found a secret. Cool. What secret did I find? 
a secret. It just was like secret, secret. final soul, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, okay. If you read more of the documents, you probably know what the secret was. There's no document for the secret. There's nothing in there. I read like two documents, and one was about teeth, and the other about a dog head. And it was kind of, and See, I was that, like, that's funny. the documents aren't like near things that are relevant to them. They're just, no. you find them. So but, like, there was definitely a document about the thing. You I, found. There probably was. But I wouldn't know because I would have to find the document and there's just how like I don't know where it could possibly have <laughs> been. And they're fun to read. <laughs> there you are, but like I don't want to read. I feel like it was I feel I, like if, it was if the character was telling me this stuff, I would give a shit. But like I just don't like reading papers. I don't have the attention span <laughs> to do it. Like it's like it is a me issue. Like I just like you can't give me a piece of paper and have me read it because my eyes don't focus correctly. Especially in a game setting. When we when we have our Twitch channel eventually, and I make you play Alan Wake, <laughs> I'm forcing you to read everything. Uh, you oh read it to God, me. I'll probably be more likely I, to yeah, pay I'll attention. Use my Alan Wake Ch- voice. Yeah, chances yeah. are it's gonna be me and Dry reading it to E. I do want to play Alan Wake because it's you generally sound really like interested about it and like the concept's cool. And I saw one comic about it and that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that like half the games I want to show Dry you have to read because there's no actual voice acting. It's just di- oh, just a little dialogue. It's not bubbles. like it's not literally I... reading though. Like I can read dialogue. I just can't read if you give me a sheet of paper in in a video game, especially <laughs> if it's like on a sheet of paper and I'm like trying to read but I don't have the paper in my hand I can't like look at it like so that's my eyes thing wander about the papers too much. Is, is, or that's the weird thing about those games usually just like a character holding a piece of paper saying what their dialogue yeah. is and you have to read it <laughs> I, I do like, like the games I do like the games that have like actual narration I think Alan Wake actually does narration with the with Some the documents them. that you find yeah. okay so not like, but I would say Control's not the worst my least favorite thing is if it's like okay, you have the piece of paper and it shows me that I do in fact have a piece of paper. Then it gives me just this stupid chunk of text. Not it's like sparse like, at all. Like I have played games where it's like, just a paragraph yeah. and I can't read it. Like Control. No, Control gives me... Like Control Spark... Like I don't want to read the papers in Control, but like they're fine. Like they're completely like legible, I would say. Like you cannot just give me a chunk of text that's just two paragraphs meld together in this one chunk like it's not <laughs> legible to like me. a wall of text yeah it's just a wall yeah. of text and i can't like read any of it <laughs> like that's a big reason with those games like get if you give me a character telling me a wall of checks the text and you like split it up in reasonable like chunks to read i can read it i can like go through 10 minutes of just reading dialogue that way but i can't go through a minute of just there's a chunk in front of me it's just how i am it's fair honestly <laughs> anyways i didn't mean it's... to rant about <laughs> reading <laughs> sorry i brought up control again <laughs> no like i mean i like control a lot it's a neat it's game good. it's a really great game i i apparently should have experimented with the guns more i accidentally chose a bad gun <laughs> um so speaking of video games <laughs> yeah is it your turn finally yeah, yeah. um I've been playing a lot of Battlefield. Battlefield 2042. Um, Uh, I think thus far I've put in about four and a half hours in just the last two days. Um, I like it. It is maybe the smoothest launch I've experienced in Battlefield, which is not saying a lot. No, like I haven't heard a whole lot about like the glitches and stuff, so it must be okay. There's, there's (laughs) a, there honestly are a lot of glitches, and I've experienced a few of them myself. But I can still get on and play the video game. And I can still have my loadout and experience. (laughs) So it's not even the worst 
battlefield experience i've had and, and hopefully it's not gonna <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully it's not gonna erase all of your progress at some point it hasn't so far the closest thing it's done to that is the two biggest uh, three biggest glitches i've run into <laughs> is occasionally when you'll start a match you just won't have your loadouts there all your stuff is unlocked so you can make the loadout again if you really want um mm-hmm. but it's just not there um the fix I for that like one did that yeah it did um the fix for that is i don't know why it's something server side uh disabling crossplay if you disable crossplay it doesn't happen you my guess (laughs) is it's trying to load your saves from like a pc position yeah and you're on console that's my guess yeah i would bet um and then it can't save it because you're on playstation so it's like okay save to playstation yeah um it doesn't have HDR support on PS5 specifically right now. Oh, no. I don't know why. You can't be blinded by flashbangs in real life now. It's, it, it hurts me. Uh, <laughs> you know what would probably help with that? Mods. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, mod your PS5 real quick, Jariah. <laughs> All right, I'll be right and there. play an online video game. <laughs> with mod it to where it actually blinds you in real life. Yeah, mod it to where it just starts strobe lights. So I have LEDs attached to my controller to shine in my face yeah. whenever I shoot. Use that HD rumble pack or whatever they call it. <laughs> HT touch feel. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. is I'm kind of disappointed that there isn't uh, advanced rumble in it for PS5. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping... Like, it uses some of the trigger pushback on it, but not like the click yeah. that a lot of other shooters do. Oh, maybe I'd like it more then. Probably, but I'm kind of disappointed because it feels nah, I've gotten fair. so used to that now. Like I, I feel like I'm like, like uh, is... you're robbed of the experience if you don't have that trigger pull. Yeah, because it feels really good to like have that click with the trigger. Yeah, it like I it's joke right. about it, but like it's more like me just not being experienced with it. Like I could probably get used to it if I played those games. Yeah, for like 20 minutes. Like having it in like think... um, Left 4 Dead is like such a big feel to that game mm. to me. Or not Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood. Uh, yeah whoopsie yeah, my bad <laughs> i don't know it's like it's like advanced <laughs> gamecube triggers basically but yeah they are actually i, just I don't like, know if i just like it me... much when i played through um resident evil 8 what was was it doom you had me try it i did not like it in whatever game you had me try it um borderlands, borderlands 3 yeah i had you try it in that um and that one i just think is fun because like even without knowing what kind of gun you have like you equip a new gun from pulling the trigger, you know exactly what type of weapon it is without even having to like yeah. think about it. So I, I, I don't know. I think it like helps the gameplay in a lot of ways and it's really fun. Yeah, I'm sure it does. And I bet if like more things adopt it and it just becomes more f- common use. One thing I am going to be because Returnal will eventually come on P- uh, PC. Yeah, that's just how PlayStation is doing stuff now. I have no idea how they're going to pull off the control scheme for Returnal on PC uh, controller. They might, but like it's so compatibilities. But like the thing is, it's so dependent on half trigger pulls on both triggers. I don't know how it's gonna work. Key modifier, so it's gonna be like hold shift, and you can do a half. And if you're not holding shift, we'll do a full. Uh, That's how most of them. It won't be great, but that's how they're gonna do it most likely. Yeah, I was gonna say because that's another thing is like think of uh like the original Splinter Cell games. How like uh, yeah the thing I played five minutes of okay Robbie yeah think of that well no because you know how like you know you barely press the stick forward and then you walk and you press it a little bit more and then you jog and then you pu- push it all the way and you run yeah it uh for the PC port of that game it's just like one of those like you hold down a button to walk and you hold down a button to jog and then you hold down a different button and then like 
or I think you just jog normally and then like to full out run, you have to like hold down shift. Yeah. And then like a lot of them have multiple versions of like how to do that. Like I know some games will just give you like a full and half button. So like you'll have extra keys basically, but you can do a full and half button. And that makes more sense if you're a weirdo who plays MMOs because that's <laughs> what they do anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I joke, but like I have watched my friend play Final Fantasy 14 and they are literally all over the keyboard hitting every hot key. Yeah, I don't understand know. that at all. I can't do it. Like I tried and yeah. I'm like, I struggle with League, which is four buttons. <laughs> <laughs> like I hit the wrong button in League of Legends. I don't want to do it in an MMO where I just would die and then have 10, 10 people yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the crazier ones is they basically like they have those mouse or they have those mouses that have a thumbstick on it along with like an actual keyboard on top yeah. of it. So like those are like the hardcore players when it comes to MMOs. Then like some just, just set up like, a flight a flight stick up and then like you use all the fight. <laughs> but like yeah, I think when Ratchet and Clank eventually comes over to PC and Returnal, like I think it's gonna be really disappointing gameplay wise because those triggers mm-hmm. like are functions. Like it's they're not just like oh that's like a fun gimmick. Like half pull on a trigger is like a different way to shoot a gun than a full pull on a trigger. Well, obviously, people are just going to use the GameCube controllers that they own and hook it up to the PC. You could. <laughs> you, you could in this situation. <laughs> or it could be like a lot of other PC games where there's a fire and alternate fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems lame. You use the scroll wheel to choose the sensitivity of the... Co- <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't anyway. know. My guess is people on PCs are going like, no, that's just a gimmick, and then just deal with whatever they decide. Oh, but it feels so good. I, I it probably it's very satisfying. I don't know. I I literally I think I like it the most when it felt like how the GameCube controller worked. <laughs> I yeah. don't know something about that. I I I need to buy one just to play Mario Sunshine on, and then be like, <laughs> I don't like Mario Sunshine. Yeah, that's the <laughs> I other think problem. I probably... It's a bad game. But Battlefield. Yeah, sorry. Um, the other glitches that I've run into is sometimes. Uh, it just doesn't let you deploy again to fight. Like, you'll die, and you'll go and like, all right, five seconds so you can respawn. All right, where do you want to respawn? Hey, guy, where do you want to respawn? And, like, you're, pr- you're pressing it, and it's just not. Uh, uh, that's a new mechanic, actually, to simulate what it would be like to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different glitch that I'm about to talk about, actually. Um, another one is you go down, and you, like, have a 25-second count to where someone can come pick you back up, or you can go to that deploy screen again. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll just be stuck at zero until it times you out for inactivity. Nice. It won't oh. let you do anything. That's terrible. Yeah. And then yeah, like, so it's a hell simulator too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, other than that, I've been actually very glitch free. Like there for like a lot of the early other acts. than three glitches that vastly cause issues to the yeah. gameplay. <laughs> I've only had the zero count until inactivity once. Okay. And the other one, like the loadout one, I turned off crossplay, so I don't have that one anymore. Yeah. And then the not being able to redeploy seems to be um, lag. Okay. Because if you just like press it a bunch and then like press start to go to a menu and then come back, it'll like let you in. Like it reinstances it. So that one's not world ending either. It's just sort of annoying. I mean, this is an open beta, right? So they'll... no, that it, the game's just out now. Oh, yeah. I thought this was them testing so that they could fix that stuff. My bad. No, 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 no. And I'm going to, again, I'm going to say this is in my experience of playing Battlefield and opening weekend. This is the most experience. Yeah, <laughs> it's never like fun for a, a good month. The game why is do usually you play broken. it immediately then. That's why I never like play it immediately and stop. Um, 
Whatever. Because I'm one of those people that like are afraid if I don't get it, then the game won't be popular, and then it won't be there when I want to oh play it. Oh my god! It's Battlefield. What? <laughs> I know. You I just want to be included. You just want to be fucking. I want to be one of the cool kids. If you played Whatever. indie games, I might believe you. <laughs> like if you're like playing an online indie game, I think that's a much more reasonable fear to have. Um, but I guess they're getting so you because you're experiencing FOMO. Yeah, they got me. Um, but yeah, this one has like a lot of game modes. Uh, the big thing missing, no single player. There's just nothing single player at all. They're, they're not even hiding that. Oh, really? That they're not doing those anymore. Yeah. they Because in Battlefield 1, they had like really good like single... I think it was Battlefield 1 that had really good single player campaigns. Yeah, like little mini campaigns. Battlefield 5 had yeah. some of that too. This has that nothing. Really... This is literally nothing. That's weird. Um, <laughs> the story setup is literally... Hey, you know that global warming thing? It's real. And so like all what the a concept. And so like all the maps, I'm not even joking, have like a two second narration of like, hey, this and this is happening in the world, so this map is flooded in this area, not over here. Figure it out and fight for oil. Uh, <laughs> it's like a lot of that. It's like the story you, may as well not be there. It's garbage. Do you think uh, do they introduce like No. <laughs> do they introduce like a whole the whole bunch of um sort of types to play it? Like I guess I don't know what you fucking call it. A uh, shotgun. <laughs> like classes? <laughs> like medic no, and just assault like, and... No, gameplay. Like, um... Oh, like, like introduce operations ideas and stuff like that. So here's cause... the other thing, Sam. There are two game modes available. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I feel like they had so many they in the did. last one. The last um, two. This... It's weird because they're definitely going to add some more stuff and like fix a bunch of guns. There's not a ton of guns right now either. There's three or four guns per gun type right now. Um, they're going to be adding a lot more, but it it does feel a little barren in that. Uh, there are think, I think there's five launch maps as well for Conquest right now. Man, that's kind of that's all kind of disappointing. I yeah. guess hopefully in like a year it'll be more fleshed out. So here's the thing though. So even oh. though like in the main <laughs> game. It has like that, and there is the conquest mode, which in the on the new consoles is 128 players, so it's half of mag. Uh, <laughs> they're getting there. Um, it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Like, I nice. have had many situations where I'm playing. I'm like, this is cool, and then like 20 minutes, I'm like, is this too many people actually? <laughs> uh, it, I've had that it, thought a lot. I'm assuming that would make it last like even longer because sometimes those it is maps of previous games lasted a long long time yeah so like in old battlefields like the highest your point counts would get to would be a thousand on each side like each side has a thousand tickets Mm -hmm. the smallest ticket count i've seen in this one is 1200 damn damn uh there's no time (laughs) just wait until we patch in mag (laughs) i feel like some of our longest games are really fucking long sometimes yeah there there's a couple times that like me you and Drya all played a match in battlefield one and it'd mm-hmm. be like a thousand point match and we'd get like maybe three matches in in like a four or five hour long period yeah so when i say i've played for about four and a half five hours i've played four or five I've matches played one match okay. <laughs> damn um, yeah like the matches are long and they're I... the maps in this one are huge they are nice. double the size of old maps because there's double the size are of Are they player. like, is it like, um, I think it was Battlefield 1 where they had a lot of the really big maps, but there was like a lot of like sparse areas with not a lot of things to it. There's just like a lot of traversing. 
Is it like there that? is, but I would say they're more dynamic because it's not stuck in like the World War One trenches or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So the thing so that ends up trenches. happening is <laughs> because there's so many people, there's not just like one, like there's not just A, B, C, D, and E. There's mm-hmm. A1, A2, A3, B1, B2, B3. So you have to capture all the points within a point to capture the overall area. Is it like sort of um, like some maps, um, they're very like sniper specific. Some were like more vehicle specific. Some others were like close up. Yeah. So Is, like that's the are thing. the maps in this like sort of a variety? That's the thing. The maps are so big in this. There are maps within the maps that are that. Like there's like, okay, this, like if you're trying to take this area over, like you need to have some snipers covering you or else you're going to get fucked up by snipers. Like if you go in this area, Mm -hmm. like you need to have an SMG because like this is the SMG map basically within the map. Damn. Um, But the thing that makes that a lot easier to do is you can change your gun on the fly. Uh, You can change what scope you have, what barrel you have, what ammo type you have, what under barrel you have. You so can change that literally like, on the fly. Is it basically like cha- changing classes or just like... No, no. Cause okay. So there are specialists and there's classes now. Okay. Specialists have certain abilities. Like one of the specialists is like, you have a wingsuit. And another specialist is like, you heal 90% faster and you can heal from a distance. And another one is like, you have armor plates so you can just take way more shots. Like stuff like that. And then within that, mm-hmm. you can have that specialist, and then you have your assault, um, your SMG, your snipers Shotgun. class, and stuff like that. So you have your, like your main class that gives you a special ability, and then your other things that give you like the guns. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can like go in. So like if you're defending point A, let's say, and it's inside of a building, and you're shooting a bunch of people, but then like you start getting shot from outside, but you don't have a right scope on, you can just hold L one and go to the scope you want and now you can see outside interesting it's, it changes like up the really fights a lot convoluted a bit <laughs> i guess it's it would not, take time to actually, actually get used to it. Yeah. it it has taken some time to get used to it the part that's actually the worst and i never thought i would say this but it has made using grenades annoying because grenades are no longer just on a bumper oh, oh really you have to switch to grenade Damn, because grenades were always like my fucking you last resort sort of panic. <laughs> it's like my panic button. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can't panic throw grenades anymore. Damn, that's probably that's an sad. intentional design decision. Probably maybe a good thing, maybe a bad. Thing. Yeah, there way I less things. I killed a lot of people. Out. I got my revenge that way. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like I have my I can have my dream loadout of shotgun rocket launcher claymore. Then you can. Oh, can I? You absolutely can. Oh, okay. I'm in now. <laughs> yeah, you get you at your it, that class is not going to be very good. No, but uh, yeah, you can. I don't have expect that. to be very good. I just want to <laughs> have a rocket launcher shotgun. Close shit up. <laughs> so yeah, so there's that. Mo- there's the normal conquest, which is like way too many people probably, mm-hmm. and then there's the like hold the line. Then there's one v one. Well. Um, is there's there the like, hold a, the... like a capture the flag thing? No, it's the hold the line. So like, you know how there's like in Battlefield 1, there was like that. Mm-hmm. You have this line operations. and if they take that, then you get... Yeah, I think that's what it was called. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think it was literally called Operations. Um, mm-hmm. So the, those are the two big modes in the 128 v 64 v 64 modes. Mm-hmm. And then there is another mode called Hard Zone, uh-huh. which is okay. 32 people in total. A bunch of different teams go in. And you have to go and find items in the world and then extract in time. And then the next time you play, you have more money to get like better equipment and stuff like that. That's very co-op heavy. I tried playing that with strangers and it didn't work out. 
because mm-hmm. you only have one life in that. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost battle royale, but it, your goal isn't to kill people. Like you don't get rewarded for killing; you just get rewarded for extracting stuff. So I didn't, mm-hmm. I haven't touched that much. And then there is the battlefield portal, which is ultimately what I think this game actually is going to be. The battlefield portal is all of the g- guns and weapons and assets from Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and Battlefield 3. Okay. <laughs> and you can create whatever you want. And they have recreated a bunch of their old maps in there. So you can just go and play like the four most popular maps of all of those games. So they had like the Halo Forge yeah. type deal. It is 100% the Halo Forge type deal. Okay. And one of the uh, most popular uh, fan created maps right now, because you can, I can just go in there and make whatever I want. One of the most popular ones right now is 2042 versus 1942. And so, like, you spawn in, you have, like, 1942 weapons, or you have ni- or 2042 weapons. And, like, funny. Yeah, because it was a big deal um, where you could, like, um, basically create your own sort of playing field, like, yeah. fucking melee versus shotguns or like I'm, stuff I like just, that right it's just gonna be one yeah. i make it's just a very thin line and it's still the all 128 players but you're just in a single file line <laughs> and i'm gonna call it like <laughs> turn, <laughs> i'll call it like turn based and you have to try to you literally could do it <laughs> i could but just it's like turn based the <laughs> ultimate fucking like opposite I'll, of i'll find <laughs> a way to like also like drop a wall every now and then so you have to like stop every Oh, there's actually a really oh, so cool map. So it's gonna be a strategy based. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually a really strategy cool map based in Battlefield, Battlefield the 2042 part. Um, that is half desert and half like super green, um, like pastures and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it, the literal thing mm-hmm. is like the farming, the border wall has been placed up, and like you can see where the agriculture area is, and like the people who don't have oil. Uh, and it's like <laughs> you gotta fight to get the oil, guy. Go. And, like, it's really cool going between the two areas because it's completely different fighting styles between the two. Mm. It's really cool. And there's a giant mm. wall divide in them. So you have to, like, fight for the wall, too. When are they going to add, the, uh, like, a Star Wars map into <laughs> Portals. It's <laughs> probably <Yeah>. next. <laughs> you like, know what they need? Battlefield a kill space. Box. A kill box? Yeah. Oh, it's where like you can trap two? people. Like, in... Oh. Yeah, you remember the kill box in Half-Life 2? No. It was a big multiplayer no. thing. It's literally just, like, it's just a... Uh, a big white box, and they just drop players in there, and they all just like, kill each other. Oh yeah. yeah, you can make that. You can make that they right did, now. Uh, that was a popular <laughs> thing in Smash too. Is like you just make a box, <laughs> and you just throw them in. Because in Smash, you know, you the higher damage, the faster. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you just clip in some of those games. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Mm. Um, See, I, it, I I feel like that, like the whole super customization thing, opens up a lot of sort of different playing styles but it also like intimidates me because i feel like it's so much to choose from <laughs> it is a lot to choose from and the thing that i'm worried about is fracturing the player base actually uh yeah i don't mm-hmm. think as many people play the normal mode um i agree i do agree it's actually. gonna be interesting to see people push that thing to its goddamn limits like there probably is gonna be someone who's like hey i just made pokemon actually <laughs> you could just play pokemon I, I wonder if you could get to that point honestly um but yeah, it, it, it's super cool, and I am the way Battlefield always goes because Battlefield isn't a yearly release game. Um, it's always like year one is basically the beta test for this game that you pay sixty dollars to be in. In my case, seventy because it was PS Five um, to be in like this beta test, and like 
everything kind of works for the most part, except sometimes it doesn't. And then like year two is fucking incredible. Man. Yeah. If only you could just buy it when year two happens instead of buying it. But I'll I'll miss out on it. (laughs) You'll miss out on a giant big old game that definitely is having like a (laughs) multiple thousand people playing every minute. This is how it always goes. Dry always gets it gets battlefield games like right away and he always runs into a lot of problems. And then like I get it months later and it's pretty it's a pretty good game by that time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get it years later. I'm like, oh yeah, I paid ten dollars for this game that originally was 120 bucks when it came out. But this nobody's usually... playing now. So <laughs> Yeah. But like Battlefield One, I think, became people in the Battlefield community really hate Battlefield One actually, but I think it became incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's fun enough, yeah. And Battlefield Five, I think, was pretty good, but ended mm-hmm. up having a lot of technical problems that they still never fixed. I think one was better than five, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Because in five, you couldn't stop matchmaking. Nice. Mm-hmm. You like if you tried to exit the game, you just can't. Still, right now, if I go and try and play that game and try and exit a match, I just can't do it. Uh, you mm-hmm. get frozen. You have to close the application if you want to go do something mm-hmm. else. Nice. That happened a lot. Uh, it still does it. I played <laughs> five a month yeah. ago. It still does that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they've never fixed that. And the player base is like nothing in five now because EA stopped supporting it a year ago. Damn, but like, that's fucked. Yeah. Battlefield is a game that if they support it, it has tons of legs and they just keep adding content upon content upon content. And they've already said that the Battle Pass is going to have tons of stuff. So... Mm-hmm. With how much I end up usually playing Battlefield, that's going to be perfect for me, and it might actually be the first Battle Pass that I really like engage with, because I just I really like Battlefield, honestly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like EA no longer supporting games, uh, something actually happened with the Need for Speed series not too long ago. They tried to make a good one. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Um, it's more like uh, <laughs> the older ones, like you know, uh, Shift and Pro Streets and The Run. Uh-huh. which is the one that I tried playing again recently. Uh, they just uh, straight up took the servers down for those, so you can't play them online anymore, yeah. which isn't a problem, because I, like, I actually kind of liked the storyline for the run and was just wanted to play through that again. Um, you have to be online to play it. Oh, so you can't play it? Yeah, so I can't play it at all. I actually had to find a way to like take it off, because like, you can play in offline mode, but when you go to start up the game, it just like sits there and it auto logs and like trying to get you onto the server and it just stays on the main screen forever. The only way oh, to get so around it, they, at least. Oh, did on. they take away like the servers and stuff like that? Yeah, they like completely that? shut down the servers. <laughs> That's for, so fucked up. And they still sell yeah, it? For, yeah, it, you could still go <laughs> on to Origin or Steam and buy that game probably. That's so fucked up. Yeah, because like that's <laughs> I bought that game a long time ago on Origin. And then like mm-hmm. somewhat recently, like a couple months ago, I was like, hey, like, I kind of want to try playing that gaming because I kind of like the arcadiness of the run. And um, it just, like, would sit on the main screen. I had to, like, look up on how to get around it because, like, you basically have to make a firewall uh, exception for it. And then you have to make it to where it's never online. Like, it just will not go online for the server. So that way, when the game uh, goes to start up, it's just like, hey, you're not online. Do you want to play in offline mode instead? Because for some reason, it just won't do that automatically. Huh. So it Weird. will sit there and try to search for a server that is not there unless you disable it in the game. So they broke their that's own like, game. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a really big flaw. Yeah, yeah to be fair, <laughs> it does that a lot. Yeah, to be fair, it's a 10-year-old yeah. game, to be fair. But but there's like, I feel it, like there's, there's still a single like, player to the game. That's weird. It's fucked up. 
mean, yeah. that is one of the weird things to think about. Like, we are getting to that point where they have to start taking out servers and stuff, and like, what games are just unplayable because of it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, well, yeah. another good example of something like that too is uh, the last Tony Hawk game that they made. I think it was American Wasteland or something like that. That wasn't the last one, but whatever the last one was, I, can't, I don't know what it was. They had Tony Hawk one plus two before that. They Project had Tony... eight. No, before that, it was Tony Hawk five. Before anyway, that, it... it was a uh, downhill jam, I think is what something like that was called. Yeah, w- whatever the last one was, because I remember uh, before they lo- like before, I think it was never saw lost the license or whoever it was. They wanted to make that game. And so in order to like get the game, like they had to get the game out. But there's like still a lot of things they needed to patch in the game. And so whenever you buy the game, like there's only like 200 megabytes worth of the game. That's five. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. And then you have to like download an eight gigabyte patch. So that game just has to be online, even though it's a single player game. Yeah. And it's one of those, like whenever they shut down the service for that game, it's like, if someone buys that game five, six years from now, uh, it's just going to be unplayable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will be. Um, one last thing before we go that I want to talk yeah. about is a movie. The harder they fall uh, is a, all black cast Western on Netflix. Um, I was curious about that movie. It's really good and really fun for the okay. most part. I think it's probably about 20 minutes too long. Okay. It, it rambles a bit too much here and there. Um, but it was really, 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 really fun actually, especially after um, Liz and I watched another movie on Netflix called red notice starring the rock and Ryan Reynolds. Mm hmm was the most PG-13 boring fucking action movie I've seen in my life. Are you sure? Because Liz is going to convince me to watch a Jungle Cruise ship. There's no way it can be more PG-13 boring bullshit. There's literally no way. Neat. Um, Red Notice is maybe the most forgettable movie I've seen since watching a movie on television on TBS 15 years ago. Like, cool. It's, it's nothing. Nobody watched that. I don't know why it's number. It's literally number one because Ryan Reynolds, Rock, and Gal Gadot are in yeah. it. Like That's it's why they put them in movies. Yeah, it, it is literally one of those things where like certain actors just put asses in seats. Doesn't matter what the movie is. It's just so it's like bad. the it's like the shovelware of 